Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, June 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The National Weather Service confirms a tornado touchdown in Mullica Hill, New Jersey on Thursday night. Severe weather... What's up? Slam the region early in the evening, prompting tornado warnings for part of South Jersey and Pennsylvania. According to the National Weather Service, video shows a clear funnel with some small debris lifted in the Mullica Hill area. Where's that f- sound coming from? That was uh, on the scene witness, and of course they always say this is like a sound of a roaring train. train. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They didn't know where it was coming from. And they went out. Like... He thought he heard hail outside. He went outside to look on his car. There's nothing on here. <laughs> The strength and path of the tornado will be determined as crews survey the damage. No injuries were reported. Newcastle County, Delaware, saw some extensive damage, uh, and the roads in the area experienced some minor flooding. Did you guys? What the is this? Did you guys see that building here on Belmont? That was no. No. Uh, A huge tree fell into it, so it's right next to Wawa. You know where there's little like weird street with the the traffic light. Yeah, I think it's some sort of like business. Oh, it's the weird building. I know you, what you're talking about. Yeah, you know it's just weird. No, that's exactly what it is. Yes, it's um, and it's right in that like cove right there, and yeah. it. I mean, you can see the inside. Oh of it. It wow! Through it. So this uh, is from last night. Uh, it was yesterday. It happened okay. before we left from work. Yeah, because they had. I saw the police down there on my way home, and I was looking at the police cars, and I didn't really look at the buildings surrounding there, and they had the the street closed off. So that so was it. Well before the storms, well, I guess. So. Do you think well, the tree think committed they... suicide in anticipation of the storm? I don't know. Did we get something that came through when we were still at work yesterday? Mm, no. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, uh, but it so start... I don't know. Maybe it just. Yeah. Maybe it was just an old tree, and it fell. But I mean, I, so when I passed by it, the tree was. Like, in the building. Wow. Okay. So you could actually see into the building through the crash. Yes. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know uh, if they were open for business or what. I mean, hopefully no one was hurt. I didn't see anything on the news. But um, yeah. when I passed by it again this morning, I looked. And, yeah, I mean, it's wow. it's pretty much destroyed. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So a, a tornado uh, came through Mullica Hill yesterday. A 25-year-old South Philadelphia man is in custody after officers caught him in the act slashing tires. Uh, they got him. Yeah, two 17, 17th District officers were responding to a report of a man with a knife in the 1800 block of South Street. Investigators say when officers arrived around 345 in the morning, they saw a man with a knife slashing the tire of a parked Mercedes Benz. You! As they were taking uh, Ryan Foster into custody, they heard the sound of air leaking from other tires uh-huh. parked on the same block. Uh-huh. Police determined that as many as 12 cars parked on the block just outside the Penn Medicine Rittenhouse facility had their tires slashed. A short time later, a security guard at the Avenue of the Arts parking garage in the 1500 block of Spruce Street reported that a man had slashed tires of five cars before fleeing on foot. She later identified the man as the same one police had taken into custody on South Street. Trust him, this guy, we have a picture of the guy up in the studio. This guy looks like a tire slash. Right? Uh-huh. He's got it all over his face. No, he looks, no, he so, looks totally like nondescript. Yeah. yeah, he totally looks like a Mormon. Kath, was he drunk or is he just an a-hole? I don't know. You know what? And uh, ABC talked to his roommate and they asked him and he was like, I I have no idea. Like, I have no idea why he would do this. Uh, in all, a total of 19 cars had their tires slashed. Foster had cuts on his hands and was taken to the... He, he had cuts on his hands and still had the knife in his hand when police got there. But he was taken to the hospital. He's currently in jail and faces charges of vandalism and related offenses. You know, Kathy, sometimes I think people who do this might just be striking out at something. They don't know what. So they go... Like, it's a it's a it's uh, an angry act of vandalism. So they just want to get back at people... 
in what they perceive as being a, a more passive way. Yeah, maybe. You know? Or or they he hates people parking in that area. Or possible. I, I've heard people, you know, in the neighborhoods that didn't like cars parked in their area, blah, blah, blah. But this seems... Well, it's just random. Yeah. You know? the, I mean, well, well, one set was on the street, and then the other was inside a parking garage. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Calm yeah. down. We're getting tornadoes. There's a yeah. lot bigger issues to yeah. worry about. Seriously, mm-hmm. officials have captured an elusive black bear after it was on the run for five days. The bear was spotted in Roxboro on Thursday morning, <laughs> one day after it was seen roaming around East Falls. The young bear, estimated to be about two years old, searched through a dumpster outside uh, the Henry on the Park apartment complex in the 7900 block of Henry Avenue. The woman who saw him him said he looked like he was having fun going in and out of the dumpster and pulling out trash. So that's where my wife works out. She, she's there over there all the time. Oh, she works and out at that apartment. Yeah, like, so they, they, have a, they have a gym in yeah, there. Yeah, I know what you're talking right, about. Right, so so she was uh, she was saying that right over there, and then she she did say last week that her trainer looked especially hairy. <laughs> Stop wow. it. So was he at the summit as well? Because the summit is that like cool singles yeah, complex. Used to be, complex. They used to call it the Melrose Place of the yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember we've, that. We've talked about it over there a few yeah, times. Yeah, they had like a dry they had a, um, uh, like a car service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. down to Maniunk. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was like the path from Maniunk to Conshohocken for, mm. for uh, my friends out of college. Everybody moved to Maniunk. We kind of grew out of Maniunk. They all moved into that apartment complex and then went to like Conshohocken and surrounding it was, yeah, their, their, their duck pond was f- filled with semen instead of <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Grody. my God. Okay. Nope. I'm just uh, glad that they didn't shoot this bear out of a tree. That's the one thing. I And you see it time and time again. Bear climbs up the tree. All right, we're going to tranquilize him out of the tree, and then the bear falls out of the tree. Yeah, it was two darts they had to put into him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I was uh, nervous that he was making his way to Conchi because uh, he was in East Falls, and I'm like, that's the Kevin, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Mm. I want you. <laughs> I want you, girl. I want you, girl. <laughs> well, he's a black bear. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Case, did you see uh, that somebody did try to pet him, though? Oh, no. my God. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting okay. in the office, and I just hear Kathy go, what an idiot. <laughs> And I'm like, who? What idiot? What? He's like, and then she told me the story. This guy took a picture of it. He wanted. He was yeah, he go was pet. He was fairly bear. close, and he he actually said to the news, he was like, "Well, I was going to try to pet it, but then I I uh, thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that." We had a bear cub in the studio here one time. My wife came in. The bear fell asleep in my wife's lap, and and she's sitting there, and I'm the the claws were they were just spikes, bent spikes, the length of my finger on this bear cub's paws. Yeah. Forget it. Well, I, that was a baby one. This is a couple of years yeah. old. This yeah. seems like a hundred pound. And it's learner's permit. Don't yeah. pet the bear. Yeah. Do you well, have to be told, don't French kiss the shark. Oh, my God. But if you remember, even when that tiny, tiny, brand new cub was brought yeah. in, it, it, it couldn't even see yet. It didn't have its eyesight yet. And they and it latched on to, <laughs> I think it was. Um, Kathy, it killed Barsky. I, yeah, it not. Was... It might have been inter- It might have been Steve. It might have been Steve Vasilotti, and it latched onto his hand, and they had to like pry his jaw his open. Off. No, but they said he, he can't. The cub couldn't even see, but just keep your hands away from his mouth. And yeah, it still will. Uh, listen, they look fantastic. We're used to seeing them on the Discovery Channel, and, and polar bears look like you just want to give them a big old hug. Yeah, and they rip no. your head off. Right, exactly. No, it's funny how you, Casey, you you quantify sharks as monsters. Bears are monstrous. Yeah, bears. Too. Well, Blair, black bears are like not as monstrous as like Kodiak. No, and, you're right. You said yeah. Blair bears are Blair bears. Which for the facts of life, yes. <laughs> Blair bear. Yeah. Uh, so the bear was also. Tootie bears are. Super cute. Tootie the, bear. The bear was also spotted in Andorra on Thursday morning. Last week, the bear was seen roaming in Warrington and Orland. The mm. bear was shot with a tranquilizer late Thursday afternoon. The game warden shot him twice. Oh, 
<laughs> once in the shoulder and a second in the rear. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> look at your paw. Uh, look, oh, look, look at your paw. Look at that. I've got nine fingers. <laughs> oh, I'm right by Coles. <laughs> they have great return policy. <laughs> Estimated at 150 pounds. There's a staples in here. <laughs> It took four officers. By the way, I go to Staples now to print things out because I don't know where, like, really any printers that work here are if you need to. Uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go over there. I had to print something uh, out. Sure. We're, we're having a, uh, a frame, uh, you know, our uh, show frame updated with pictures and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm sick of asking Greg Monahan where he is. and where. So I just went to Staples and printed That's it funny. out. Come back to my place and we'll hibernate. Estimated at 150 pounds, it took four officers to load him into the crate. The plans are to tag the bear and then release him into the wild near Burks and Schuylkill County line where they'll have plenty of space to roam around. That's cool. Yeah. All right. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies, who were off last night, open up a three-game series in Atlanta tonight against the Braves for the first time in over six weeks. The Phillies are not in first place and will look to catch the Braves over the weekend. Nick Pavetta will get the start tonight, and Max Fried pitches for Atlanta. Game time is at 7.20. The Toronto Raptors are the champions of the NBA. Last night in Oakland, Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors captured Canada's first major title in 26 years, outlasting two-time defending champion Golden State Warriors 114-110 in game six. You guys are psyched about this. Steph Curry missed a contested three-pointer in the waning moments before Golden State called a timeout. It didn't have giving Leonard a technical free throw with nine seconds left to seal the win. The Canadian team stood on top of one of the traditional major sports leagues for the first time since the Toronto Blue Jays won the World Series in 1993. And at the U.S. Open in Pebble Beach, Justin Rose tied a record set by Tiger Woods with an opening 65. Rose matched Woods' first round score in 2000 for the lowest ever U.S. Open round at Pebble Beach. The Englishman also grabbed a one-shot lead after one round thanks to three consecutive birdies to cap his day. The second round, the second round begins later today. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Man, we got this beautiful day laid out before us. It's wonderful that it's happening on a Friday. And we're going to ease into our weekend. Just it, beautiful. It's like just psychologically. Yeah. What an infusion of energy. Because it's been a, a complex week for all of us. And, and knock on wood, this has been happening every weekend. We get good weather. I the know. great. So, yeah, it has been a really, really busy Wonderful week. A lot, Absolutely. Of, a lot of really cool, positive things have been happening. So I got a car here in the studio. We'll so. keep we'll keep that going. Although Casey and I had decidedly different starts to our day. He had a rough uh, beginning today. Yeah, uh, with some uh, some issues and, uh, well, and he, he dealt with an issue, well. Preston, that I had to deal with yesterday. I came to the realization. I think now we're both united in our front. Where do you want to say what's happening? No, here? no. I think go ahead. You say it. We're down one carafe in our kitchen here. It's bull yeah. f. Yes, there's we a, had two carafes. Yeah. And we have the, we have three morning shows here, yep. right? So we have our sister station, the country station, and Ben right down the hall. There's a lot of extra coffee drinkers here. Yeah. So when Casey and I would come in in the morning, we would make two pots of coffee to get it going. Oh, yeah. so you can make two at a time. You can make two at a time. Uh, no, you can sister. only make one at a time. But there's actually three burners on the coffee. And did everybody just gloss over the fact that I said bull f? 
Uh, the bull, no, I, I, heard yeah, okay. I thought you were going to continue. I thought it was going to be Bull FS. Yeah, no, I said F, and I'm like, that's not even a thing. No. Yeah, that's how off he is. That's how off this I coffee am. Coffee thing is yeah. throwing him off. But so yes, you're delirious. And yeah. so, but the the, the coffee craft thing started the issue. The whole <laughs> issue started when Beasley bought XTU. <laughs> Well, what, well, did, I, I what did I say last wow. week? I yeah. said, I remember I was whistling. You said, Steve, why are you whistling? I said, because where we work is totally caraftastic. Yeah. Caraftastic. And, and it's and different now. No, it has changed. I, I don't saw play. Andy making coffee this morning. Andy. And so she has learned, and it, and it has been good, because the, the, the one carafe was perfect. It was enough for Steve to have a cup. Myself to have a cup, <laughs> Marissa to have a cup, and then Preston to have a cup. And then, then we were good for coffee for the whole morning. And then XTU comes in and it's like, no, no, no. yo, dude, what's going on here? And, Andy was very, Andy's very fastidious for making the coffee. However, the coffee she makes is machine oil. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait is it? it? Super black. <laughs> and and I and I will take I her whole career. I think you guys might like uh, a lighter flavoring because you used to complain about Maryland too. No, no, no. no, no, no Listen, no. I I take that we have the bag of of uh, of, of the grounds the Dunkin donuts the, the, yep. put them in put them in the thing. I put, How many scoops? I take there's a cup. There's, there's a, cup. a cup. cup. Yeah, a measuring. cup. Yeah, and it's up to a certain cup. line you put it in and it's you 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 sh- it shouldn't be completely black. It should be slightly, you know, <laughs> opaque. Right. And uh you don't have that. I think we need to have a, a coffee caucus. Yes. I think we need to sit down with everybody and we need to work out. A summit, if you will. Yeah. Figure this out. Yeah. A cup. Yep. Are yeah, we supposed to have a uh, Dunkin' Donuts themed kitchen at some point? Well, at some That's point when, when construction the... is done. Okay. Now, but right okay. now, we got to do it like like the, the lay people do it. I'm glad you said construction people. because my day started in a very positive way. Unlike yours, Casey, when I, when I got off of the uh, elevator, we have... Construction guys working all over the place. This, this whole building is being rehabbed, and they work overnight. Yeah, yes, they, they work do. overnights. Yes, we get here. The, some of them are ending their shifts. You yeah. know, and I and I step out, and this really big guy <laughs> said to me, he goes, "Hey, good morning," and I go, "Hey, morning," you know, because there's all kinds of people around here, and he goes, "Hey, congratulations on that award." Oh, and I go, man. "Oh, thanks, man." He's like, "Yeah, I saw it on my phone." He goes, "Just he goes, oh. you, he goes, you deserve it," and he goes, "You make Philadelphia proud." Whoa. Oh, that's like, awesome! Wow. Nice thing to say. I started skipping out. What's that? No, that's awesome. That's. I was like, I kind of put a little spring in my step. I'm like, that was a really cool way to start the day. A lot of the construction guys here are uh, our listeners, and uh, it's very cool. And they've been. I mean, the stuff that they're doing. uh, You know that. You'll walk down a hallway and suddenly there's a door. You'll walk down a hallway and where there was a door, there's a wall. (laughs) That's pretty crazy. Um, My day started off pretty great as well. I also got off the elevator. You know, they have that plastic that's on the ground. (laughs) When you step on it, it pops. Oh, my God. It's like bubble wrap. I couldn't Isn't it believe satisfying? I, and it's been down for a few days, so I couldn't believe that I found one of the bubbles, like uh-huh. a leftover bubble. I can't believe you're saying this. I was just talking about this. I'm like, Isn't it this great? is so great. I'm like, <laughs> because it's basically all been popped, but when you get like a step and you're like, oh, nobody stepped here. Yeah, nobody how did I popped get that on bubble? this. You yes. know what? It would be great if you were filthy rich, tons of money, like every day to put down a new layer yeah, yeah. of bubble wrap oh, yeah. Yeah. in your hallways. And just... <laughs> all right, so we know now That's that. Um, privileged. Before I got into the building, and this is why my, our days are decidedly different, uh, I come in every single day the same route into work, so I know where all the potholes are. And the biggest pothole of oh. my morning is on City Line Avenue. I wanted to end this conversation on a positive note. Oh, Go ahead. Boo. Uh, well, my tire didn't pop. <laughs> yes! Go ahead, yeah, continue. continue. Uh, so I know how to avoid it, but I, what I need to do is I need to swerve ever so slightly into the middle turning lane mm-hmm. to avoid this gigantic baby side, baby 
pool-sized pothole. It's a gigantic baby-sized pothole. You know what I'm saying, Steve. <laughs> Thank you for having my back here. Baby-sized pothole. <laughs> this enormous, tiny pothole. <laughs> Baby pool-sized! Yeah. And uh, and so I, I know exactly where this thing is. And at the very last second, a car tur- went into that turning lane, and I had I, I had no choice but to hit this stupid pothole like full force head on with both my uh, front and rear tires. And I was like, oh, you got to be effing kidding me. Like, I-, I know where they are. You know what that is? What is that? It's a bunch of bull F. It yeah. is a bunch of bull F. It is. That's exactly what that is. All right, but you didn't get a flat. I didn't get a flat. You got a positive out of that. I That's do have coffee. Okay. I do have coffee. All right, so it's not so bad. Yeah, it's, it's nice, nice out. Right. All right, listen, we yeah. had a lot of stuff going on. It's already 632. Uh, normally, we would have already started the entertainment report, so we're, we're going to break and come right back. Uh, we have Chris Porter, who's going to be here. Helium, or no, I'm sorry, you'll be at Punchline Comedy Club. Chris is hilarious. He's been here before, so we're excited to have him back. Our friends from Godshall's Turkey Bacon will be here as well, and that means we're going to have some giveaways in conjunction with their appearance. We give away our Word of the Week prize, and any other prizes we are sitting on for the week, we will unload your chance to win some stuff. We've got movie screenings, all kinds of things. So let's take a break. Let's get back in a second. I've got a full entertainment report and stupid question to get to when we return, and we will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question this morning. Giving away tickets to the Mopar Express Lane and HRA National, September 12th through the 15th. Question I have for you this morning is what year did Milton Bradley debut the game Hungry Hungry Hippos? Ah. What year did that come out? 215263WMMR. Remember when that came out? It was That's exciting. My kind of game, Preston, because you actually don't have to play the game. You just play with the actual game board itself. Sit there and push the button. Like the Pop-O-Matic was fun. I never needed to play the game. Uh, so it is June 14th, and birthdays today include Diablo Cody, uh-huh. 41 years old today. Very talented screenwriter. And stripper. And stripper. Uh-huh. Former stripper. All infamous, that we, yeah. All that we focused on. Infamous yeah. story. During we, uh, her, she was here to talk about Juno, and we talked about her being a stripper. <laughs> well, listen, that, that is yeah. uh, something of interest, and for and, and anybody else were to come in here, that'd be the first thing we talk about. But we had uh, we apologized. We had apologized. In fact, we apologized to uh, Jason Reitman. Yeah, but, yeah. She's forty-one today. Yasmin Bleeth. What's up with her? Is fifty-one. I don't think there's much going on. With she her. used to have. Well, first off, she was gorgeous. Yeah. She yeah. had rocking uh, hair. As she was on Baywatch for a while, I think she got into the cocaine, Preston. She did. A few weeks ago, my son was uh, flipping through Netflix, just finding something to watch, and all of a sudden he just goes, what's basketball? (laughs) And I go, put it on. It's a fun movie. I like it. Yeah, it's, you know... It's it's corny and and uh, and and slapsticky and so forth, but he got a kick out of it. And she's in it. Her and Jenny McCarthy were in it. Yes. Oh wait, the uh, was that the trailer hit? She yep. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. She's got she's got like chrome <laughs> lipstick on. She goes here. I just finished this and hands the trailer trailer hitch to it. Uh, Yasmin Bleeth is fifty one. Steffi Graf, uh, the tennis star, now married to Andre Agassi, uh, celebrates her fiftieth birthday today. Uh, it's Donald Trump's birthday today. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that either. He is uh, 73 years old today. What's crazy is we don't play this for him anymore. Yeah, you're and right. And we play this. Well, yeah. 
Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete switch of... Uh, what does he get for Intro his birthday? Tunes. What, what are some of the birthday things? Is it Outback Steakhouse, or what, what What can he go get for free? Oh. Oh, you know what I don't uh, know? Doesn't Baskin-Robbins offer up something? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Is there one right right down? Is he, he's in D.C. right now. You can probably walk mm-hmm. to one. Yeah, I think yeah. you get but it's, it's only a kid size cone. Mm. He's 70. That's a travesty. He's 73 <laughs> today. Uh, Marla Gibbs, uh, the Jefferson's Florence, the housekeeper. Just appeared in the um, in the uh, the the uh, Jimmy Kimmel the, the live performances of yeah. uh, the Jeffersons and All in the Family. Yeah, she made an appearance on the Jeffersons. Was she the only one who played her original character yes. on that? Okay, she's eighty eight years old today. She was always great on that show. Uh, it's also Boy George's birthday today. Wow. Boy George, one of the funniest things ever that I saw was Boy George when he had to do his community service. For, I forgot what it was. He slapped somebody or something like that, and he had to, you know, he had to pay a fine. Had to do a community service. There's a picture of him doing like janitorial work. None of his makeup on or anything like that. And he's outside smoking a cigarette, and he just looked. He just. It is Boy George. I, I just looked yes. like, oh my god, Why man. Why did they call him Boy George? <laughs> yeah. So he's 58. Wasn't he on uh, one of the celebrity apprentices at one point with yeah. Donald Trump? I may have been. Been. Might have been. May have been. Uh, and then the last birthday saw, uh, you may not know the guy by name, but I like this actor. His name is Will Patton. Yeah. Uh, he's 65 years old today. And uh, if you ever saw the movie Remember the Titans, he oh, is the he's the assistant coach. Um, and the a movie that Steve and I actually liked that got panned pretty hard was The Postman with... Uh, uh, with Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner, and he played the nemesis in that. Uh, and He's really good. I like him. And the, and the Postman is actually, we like those dystopian movies. That's not him. I do, too. Yeah, I don't know. What, That's Will Patton's we accountant. Don't, we don't need the pictures. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, a very strange movie with Kevin Costner as well, No Way Out. You remember that yes, movie? Yes, I love that movie. That was one of the, that was a sort of a, 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 there was a sexy element to that as well. Yeah. And there was a murder. and Yeah, right. It was really strange. It, it was, was about an escape room. Uh, no, it was not. Um, it was about espionage oh, and, so right. on. and the government. So yeah. He is 65 yeah. today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. What year did Milton Bradley debut the game Hungry, Hungry Hippos? That is the question, and uh, why not? Let's go to Ralph. Hey, Ralph, good morning. <laughs> yeah! Now that's a Friday attitude. Ralph, what year did Milton Bradley debut the game Hungry, Hungry Hippos? I'm going to go 78. That's exactly it. Wow. Hey! Hang on. 1978. Why was I playing with Hungry Hippos when I was, at that time, I would have been 59? Because it's fun. Oh, yes. That's why. All right, so, Ralph, hang on. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to the Mopar Express Lane NHRA National, September 12th through the 15th, Maple Grove Raceway. Grand prize winner and one guest also going to get special access to the sponsor viewing area in the Nitro Burnout Zone. Uh, and you can visit maplegroveraceway.com for tickets and information. All right, we're going to go back and forth between serious story, not so serious story, okay? Will we be able to tell without you telling us? Let's find All out. Right. Uh, second woman is accusing Cuba Gooding Jr. of groping her. Serious. Uh, the second incident occurred, though, more than a decade ago. Uh, a source tells Page Six the alleged victim came forward after reading that another woman has accused the Oscar winner of misconduct. And an incident that allegedly happened at a rooftop bar in Manhattan on Sunday. Did you watch the video? No. Yeah. He reaches over and and he's reaching over his own girlfriend and touches her thigh and you can see him touch her breast. Oh, yeah? Uh, This other woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gooding surrendered to police on Thursday over the incident. On Sunday, the 51-year-old Oscar winner 
arrived to the police station around 11 a.m. surrounded by his team of lawyers. He was arrested and charged with forcible touching. Uh, He's maintained his innocence and said that he trusts the system to exonerate him. Uh, When his lawyer, Mark Heller, was told that the allegations date back more than 10 years ago, he told Page Six sarcastically, good luck to her, Mm. and noted that uh, the two-year statute of limitations on misdemeanor charges exists. He also told reporters there is not the slightest scintilla of inappropriate conduct on his part and that it is not uncommon for people to come out of the woodwork when these things happen. So when I was watching the video, and I understand that the lawyers, have they're having a different read on what you're seeing. You're not hearing any of the audio. But the girlfriend comes in and sits really close to Cuba Gooding Jr., and then this other woman comes in and sits really close as well. Like, they're all really sandwiched in tightly. It's not like they're in a, in a club where it's jammed. You know, they're all sort of being very cozy with each other. Yeah. So I guess the lawyers are saying that it was invited okay. by this woman. All right. Uh, but uh, we'll see how that plays out in court. Uh, furthermore, upon reviewing the video evidence, Heller set charges and pegs them to overzealous prosecutors. He said, I must uh, say that it was really very disturbing to me after my office reviewed the video that the prosecutors did not decline to prosecute. So, Do you think, President, in this case, when you have an actual team of lawyers, should they all wear T-shirts that say Team Gooding? Oh. Yeah. Just to make it a statement to the court. Sure, absolutely. We're all in this together, right. Your Honor. Show a united front. Sophie Turner and a Game of Thrones co-star and bestie Maisie Williams are living their best lives. The 23-year-old may have already (laughs) married Joe Jonas once in Vegas last month, but she's going to marry him again in France this summer, so it's time to party. Turner and Williams have been jetting around Europe to kick off her marriage in Stark sister style. Uh, First, they kicked things off at Jonas Brothers show in London, then they went to Spain. Uh, Source told E, (laughs) Sophie flew to Spain four days ago on a private jet with her closest friends. Uh, and uh, E! News uh, spoke of the luxury bachelorette party plan, saying Sophie rented out a luxurious penthouse suite at the hotel. Half of the girls are in her wedding party, but they are all very close girlfriends of Sophie. Sophie has always been a huge fan of Spain, and she knew that it would be a fun place to party and celebrate her upcoming wedding. Steve, I'm not, uh, what is it, is it BTS or BTL? What is it? Uh, BTS. BTS. I'm not at uh, your level with BTS, but... I've kind of come around on the Jonas Brothers. Really? And it and it started with their performance at Saturday Night Live. This song, Sucker. Yeah. I like it. It's a really fun song. Well, there you go. Yeah, and there's now... A, like, Listen, a, it doesn't mean you can't... You, 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 life is a smorgasbord. You right. Know? You got you to gotta sample different things. Now, but, my preference is for rock and roll, but every now and then, a little K-pop makes me smile. Why not? Um, you know, uh, there's a documentary on uh, Amazon Prime, I believe, about, and I started watching that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm turning into a little... Teenage girl, it's a, it's a shame. You're a Joe a Joe bro. I don't know. You, I just made that up. <laughs> I'm, I don't know which one's which, really. I think <laughs> well, I learned. Like, damn it. Okay, all right, yeah. So that's why I say I'm not at your level. All just right, yet. okay. Yeah. Next up, they reportedly hit Berlin and Prague. Uh, Turner reportedly foot the bill for herself and her crew. Nice. Uh, a source said Maisie helped coordinate a lot of the trip, but everything was taken care of by Sophie. She wanted her friends to have a lot of fun. And wanted it to be a huge party weekend. If you were uh, to party with any member of the Game of Thrones cast, who would you select? Wow. Oh, I know since well, you're such a fanatical, uh, well, what would you call it, a fan. Okay, so can I pick a, a female Oh, no, yeah, whatever you want. You can pick a horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't remember. Well, the yeah. only horse I know the name of would have been Silver. Okay. And that was, yeah. uh, that was uh, what about uh, animals Daenerys's. Too? All right, hang on. Let's not go off. Jay, let's, please. He's let's, making a yeah, selection. Please. Go ahead. 
I would, uh, I mean, even though Maisie Williams is only 22 years old, I kind of have a little crush on her, and I think that'd be a lot of fun. And she seems fun. Yeah, she I seems, saw her on uh, uh, Fallon yeah. with Fallon, and she was having a good time. She seems like a lot of fun, so maybe her. You know what? And she reminds you of Marissa. She does remind yeah, me of yeah. Marissa. Marissa's a lot of fun, yep. so I would absolutely want to hang. Uh, and then, um, man, which one of the which one of the fellas? You, you would hang out with the redheaded uh, wildling guy. Oh my God! Yeah, that uh, would be Thorman. Yeah. Oh my God, that dude. Yeah, that'd be a party. Is that a good one? Good All call. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's outrageous. So you I don't do... know. There's a lot of cool people on that. All show. right, it's hard to decide. I think that's a little bit of a psychological profile. So the the fellas had fun too. Oh. Uh, yeah, Joe. Uh, what's his name? Joe Jonas. Yes. Yeah, he we, was. Uh, uh, we his... played hungry hippos, and now uh, we had some <laughs> sandwiches, but we had likes. Heroes and hoagies. It was wonderful. No, apparently his party got so wild, cops were called multiple times. Whoa. Uh, that's according to his brother, Nick. Who's One of the brothers was killed, right? On uh, No, on uh, Jimmy Fallon. I don't oh. think anybody was killed in that particular party. Which one's married to Pri- uh, Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra? Chopra? That would be the, act, the most actingest of the brothers, and that, yeah. I think, is Mickey Dolan's. No, I think it's Nick, <laughs> Nick Jonas, right? It's Nick Jonas, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it because it's the only other name I know. Listen, you nailed it, bro. Joe is married to Sophie Turner. Okay. And so Nick is married to, uh, who would you just said? Priyanka Mickey Dolan's? Yeah. And then uh, Clump is married. Is... Clump. Yep. All right, there you go. All right, moving on. Uh, do you want to finish that? Nope. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm uh... sorry, Daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy. I'm bothering you. <laughs> Following reports that she is against vaccinations, Jessica Beale took to Instagram to clarify her stance. The 37-year-old responded to the news that she lobbied alongside controversial anti-vaxxer Robert F. Kennedy Jr. against a pro-vaccine bill in California. She wrote, this week, I went to Sacramento to talk to legislators in California about a proposed bill. I am not against vaccinations. I support children getting vaccinations. And I also support families having the right to make educated medical decisions for their children alongside their physicians. My concern with SB 276 is sorely regarding, I'm sorry, solely regarding medical exemptions. My dearest friends have a child with a medical condition that warrants an exemption from vaccinations. And should this bill pass, it would be greatly, it would greatly affect the family's ability to care for their child in this state. Preston, can you put SB 276 in your X-Wing fighter and will it run it? Or mm. is it solely VAX related? You need a converter. Okay. In order to do that. So I wondered which one of the droids it was. Try at your own uh, peril. This is so, a vaccination droid. Yeah. She said, uh, Beal said, that's why I spoke to legislators and argued against this bill, not because I don't believe in vaccinations, but because I believe in uh, giving <laughs> Doctors and families. <laughs> can you play it again? This uh, is SB 276. <laughs> he can administer vaccinations. You don't want vaccinations? You feel it's a violation of your parenthood? Uh, I but, see your point. Is that... <laughs> no need to get snooty. <laughs> uh, but because... We do have suppositories. Uh, but because I believe in giving doctors and families, uh, they treat the ability to decide what's best for the patients and the ability to provide the treatment. I encourage everyone to <laughs> read more into this issue and learn about the intricacies of two B two SB two seventy six. Thank you for to everyone who met with me this week to engage in this important discussion. Quick so, question: You wanted to clear that up. Uh, have you noticed that she's in phenomenal shape? I did. The yeah. picture that I saw. 
that got this whole thing started. I'm like, wow, she's really, she's still on top of that fitness thing big time. And just structurally, she's just, you know, she's just, the genetics are there. She's yeah. a blessed woman. But I think she probably works, too. She to does, too. Keep yeah. it, uh, There's to a lot of goat yoga. Keep I got to tell you. tight as she is. Uh, the internet and Twitter, they to- totally supported her on this yesterday. Oh, I'm but, sure. Yeah. All right. Cindy Crawford is making gray great again by striding forth into her 50s, modeling nude, and ignoring ageist trolls. Now, let me ask you. They always say nude. Mm-hmm. Appears topless. You can see her beaver. I saw it. It's a full <laughs> spread beaver shot. It, no. There you go, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and it's, is she <laughs> using the salad fork to pry things open? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. come on. I so did. she's not nice nude. Wouldn't it be great, though, if somebody like this... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like sitting there going like, yeah. Dude, full on, grab your ankles. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Deli's open. Look at that. <laughs> Unshaven. Yeah. Oh, God. Full on. With a cigar. <laughs> Speaking of which, I watched Bachelor Party uh, last week for the first time in my life. Really? Right? Yes. Uh, never saw it? Okay. I had only seen bits and pieces of it. And there's that one scene where he goes into the hotel room and the girl's waiting there for him. Oh, yeah. I mean... It, she had a, it was like an afro down there. Yep, it was yep. Crazy, yeah. but that was the style. It was. Uh, the icon shared her approach at an event <laughs> with Greg Ranker, with whom she built her meaningful beauty brand. Who wants some pastrami? And her supermodel <laughs> pal Christy Turlington. Uh, she said, "We want to show uh, women who are fifty-three, and I think Christy just turned fifty, that there's still beauty in that. They look spectacular. Well, and Christy frankly looks spectacular when you're genetically perfect. Yes." Not uh, everybody looks that great at no, fifty three. True, but I do. But, I do you know. think I would like to see more people let themselves age um, naturally. Not, not let the, you, that, that, that doesn't that doesn't equate to falling apart. No, you're you damned take if care. you do. If you're damned if What's you don't. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I, I I agree with you, Steve. But you're sort of in in that industry. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Mm. I mean, there is a happy medium. You can get little tweaks done. Some people just go over the top. I think the limit. 50 surgeries. Okay. No <laughs> more. Right? You get 50. The, the Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. Don't need to go to the second. I had no surgery. Excuse me, Michael. I still love that. I only need into a microphone. I had no surgery. So she said she did some tasteful nudes. Yes. For photographer Russell James. Okay. All right, so... Uh, we're looking at a picture of her you sitting can't in see anything. a little chair, and you, you see the full side of her body, but that's it. And she's naked, and she looks wonderful. You remember when you were a kid and you used to spank it to just the side magazine? <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Victoria's Secret catalog was porn to me. Yeah. And I had seen regular porn. I mean, right, you know, yeah. I didn't, but but it, we received it in the mail at mm-hmm. the house, and I would... I would steal that sucker. Dude, I tell you what, out of the, mailbox. the second it came, Stephanie I'd Seymour. grab the Eddie Bauer catalog and run into the bathroom. Eddie Bauer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom once got into an argument with somebody from Victoria's Secret. She called and said, stop sending this to my house. Because it <laughs> because was... Because it was so... Yeah. Really? Yeah. We have teenage boys here in this yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I think my daughter goes the other way, too. <laughs> well, I think she just didn't want me to end up... <laughs> Being a slut. I think that was it. Uh, yeah. I don't want my daughter to become a slut. Yeah. <laughs> don't do this. Uh, By the way, you know how you avoid anal cancer? <laughs> no. Uh, for 10 years, John Stewart has been advocating for the 9-11 first responders and those who were sickened in the fallout and cleanup of the World Trade uh, Center attack. Stewart has repeatedly made trips to Washington, leading a desig- uh, delegation of responders and surviving family members. His impassioned testimony this week went viral 
And only one day later, the House Judiciary Committee voted unanimously to move a bill forward to permanently reauthorize the September 11th Victims' Compensation Fund. Uh, the bill is now on the way to the House for a full vote. In the hallway, after his testimony, the first responders who appeared with Stewart before Congress surprised the former talk show host with a deeply heartfelt gift. Oh, it was amazing. They gave him a bunker coat that it belonged to Captain Raymond Pfeiffer, a New York City firefighter from Engine 40 and Ladder 35 on the Upper West Side of Manhattan who had worked tirelessly alongside Stewart to fight for survivors' benefits. And Captain Pfeiffer spent eight months digging through the toxic debris of the World Trade Center. He died of cancer in 2017. Uh, even as he battled end-stage cancer, he still considered himself a lucky man they gave it to him, and uh, Stewart had said, I don't deserve this. So he was uh, he was really... If you can watch that and not cry your oh eyes out. God, it was very, very emotional. Everybody was emotional in it. And, and John's uh, testimony was incredibly emotional, so well-deserved for him. All right, uh, let's see. I was going to go serious and not serious, so let's go not so serious. How about yeah, this? Yeah, if you double serious, us will... We'll be upset. Dwayne Johnson is being honored with the Generation Award of the 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards. Uh, the award honors actors who uh, diverse contributions to film and TV has transformed the industry. You know who's presenting it to him, and this is amazing, the Pope. Oh, it's nice when for him. I saw San Andreas, I thought, oh my God, they have literally destroyed California. That's how realistic it looked to my eyes. You chose but, San Andreas. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I'm so, I, what was that? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I like taking questions from the audience. <laughs> Preston, the reason I selected a San Andreas is for me it is very apocalyptic uh, and shows perhaps the power of the Lord. I have a question. Yes, Nick, up yes. here in the third row next to Joe Jonas. <laughs> okay. Would you say that San Andreas is your favorite rock movie? I would say, well... <laughs> You raise, you raise good question. Right uh, walking tall. <laughs> walking tall would be uh, spectacular. Okay. Uh, here's uh, Jesus with a, a big piece of wood. Thank you, Your Eminence. Yeah, yeah. The new movie, I, I saw a, a clip for the other day. I saw the, the trailer and just was laughing. The one with him and Statham. It's, oh, yeah. it's just... It's mind-numbingly. It's a Lilo over the and top. Stitch. Is that what it's called? It's I, I've forgotten what it's called, but something it's like that. Just you know, Preston. Is I, some... I I know. Listen, you 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 suspend all disbelief, and, and the you... attitude is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even with the attitude oh being that, God, uh, I'll see it. I will when it ends up on you know cable and the whole deal. That's fine. But you're right. It is nine levels past. What mm-hmm. you would expect from a Fast and Furious film, and that's pretty outlandish to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to get that, and that'll be at the uh, the awards ceremony. I don't know when the date is on that. I think it's this weekend. Yet. Is it? No kidding. Uh, wow. He always did it like right when you would get back from summer vacation. I remember that was like the big thing was uh, you you know you'd start school and and right. then that would, you, that would air. Could you imagine there was ever a time where that was a big thing? Well, I don't know why I said big things. Yeah, Steve. no, but it, no, but it was. Mm-hmm. They, they, they you know there used to be a lot more uh, gravitas to this uh, that environment that world. Mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. That's it. All right. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Let me, let's do one more thing. Bohemian Rhapsody director Brian Singer has agreed to pay $150,000 to resolve allegations he raped a 17-year-old boy a decade ago, though he still maintains his innocence. Uh, Cesar Sanchez Guzman sued Singer in 2017, claiming that he had raped him on a yacht in 2003. 
Uh, because Guzman filed for bankruptcy in 2014, $61,000 worth of the settlement will reportedly go to his creditors. Last year, the Atlantic published a report that included claims from four of the men who claimed Singer seduced and had sex with them when they were underage. One was 13 at the time. He denied those allegations as well. Uh, furthermore, in 2014, aspiring actor Michael Egan filed a civil suit against Singer, claiming that he'd raped him in the 1990s. He dropped that suit, by the way. Uh, Singer was fired from Bohemian Rhapsody shortly before it wrapped in 2017 after he was uh, unexpectedly unavailable on the set for multiple days. Uh, he was still credited as director, and the film went on to gross uh, almost a billion dollars worldwide and won Oscars as well. I mean, he literally, the, the, what, the, the last week and a half of directing, he was yeah. not there, I, you know, but the, the film is his. Yeah. All right, and then, uh, you know what, we got to do, it's um, Friday, so yes! movies are opening up, and I need to make you aware of the films that are available for your viewing pleasure at the box office this weekend. We have a few. Yep. Gets me every time. Men in Black International opens today. It's an action comedy. It's directed by F. Gary Gray. F. Him. Stars Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Rebecca Ferguson, Liam Neeson, Emma Thompson, and more. Uh, the Men in Black must find a mole within their own organization before it is too late. Uh, it is PG-13, hour and 55 minutes, 33% score on Rotten Tomatoes so far. Rebecca Ferguson, we had her in the studio. Yes, she's I great. I kind of fell in love with her. So. You know, so the critics are saying of this that, um, you know, first of all, we were wondering, without Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, is that going to be an issue? Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently it is. They don't slight the, the, the talent in it, but they, uh, you know, they don't spend time of getting a chemistry going. Okay. And they say that was an issue. Also opening this weekend is Shaft. It's an action film directed by Tim Story. Stars Samuel L. Jackson, Jesse T. Usher, Regina Hall, Method Man, Richard Roundtree, and others. Uh, It's about John Shaft, old school cop, forms partnership with his son, an FBI cybersecurity expert to find a killer. Rated R, hour and 51 minutes, no score as of yet. And then uh, the movie Late Night opens today. It's comedy directed by uh, Nisha Ganatra. And it stars Emma Thompson, Mindy Calling, who we had on the show yesterday. She wrote and, and uh, produced it. Max Casella, Hugh Dancy, John Lithgow, and others. Uh, it's about a talk show host that hires a female writer in order to appease concerns over workplace diversity. Rated R, hour and 42 minutes long. Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 83%. There you go. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, Nick pulled up Max Casella's IMDb. I was wondering if that was the kid from Doogie Howe. It is. That's crazy. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, he had a long stretch on uh, The Sopranos as well. He's a good actor. Oh, is he? Was he Vinny? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. I love that show. We're ready for the clips now. The newest Shaft film introduces J.J. Shaft Jr., working with his dad to navigate the Harlem underworld to get to the bottom of a friend's death. In this clip, Samuel L. Jackson discusses the legacy of that particular character. When it was my turn, I had to find a way to make that work for me. And to do it my way and still respect what he, you know, brought to it. And now we got to teach somebody what it means to be that guy and what it means to be me in terms of what his responsibility is to the world as a Shaft. I'm Big Dick Black. (laughs) Shaft is in theaters today, as we said just a moment ago. Ready for the next clip. Chris Hemsworth is the latest actor to wear black in Men in Black International. Here, he discusses why wearing the iconic suit 
is a nice change of pace for him. Felt very good, very good. Uh, Paul Smith designed this one, and uh, it's a nice change from the uh, superhero get-up and the, the cape and all that, and it's cool, yeah. We had, we had quite a few of them because we had a whole lot of action and stunts, and, you know, we used to tear tear the hell out of them occasionally during the fight scenes. So. A big dick black. <laughs> uh, Men in Black International is in theaters today. There you go, your entertainment report, folks. Yeah. Hope you got something out of that. Uh, if not, how about some turkey bacon? Ooh. I have that to give to you. I'll take caller number 10, and I'll give you a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of God Shaw's turkey bacon, who happens to be here this morning, and they'll be serving some food up to our guests today. So give us a call right now, and don't forget, it's easier to eat healthier and lighter. You get recipes at godshawls.com, so let's take care of you. We're going to take a break. We'll have uh, comedian Chris Porter in the studio a little bit later on this morning. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us on the drive-in today. Hey, gang, we need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher on August 8th or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive from the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. Friends from uh, Godshall's Turkey Breaking Bacon uh, brought in a bunch of food to feed friends, and I saw this. They they brought in uh, candied bacon and banana tartlets. What was I just saying yesterday, Casey? Tartlets. I wanted banana bacon candy tartlets. You, you were saying that you wanted that for your birthday. For my birthday. Instead, I got a big Batmobile bed. Yeah, yeah. that's a well. We're a date. We're a couple days late. No, but we got the tartlets. Well, I, for you. I, I, as a, I, honestly, I have everything now that I've ever wanted. Mm, very good. So we'll do some giveaways with them in a little while. I have to clean out my junk drawer. Oh! Which means I got uh, many stories to share with you. It also means uh, KC uh, from the Sunshine Band gets some more royalties. Yeah, that's right. Anytime we clean out the junk drawer. <laughs> hey, uh, so Steve sent me this actually this morning. So this is right at the top of the pile. The movie Witness, Harrison Ford. I love that movie. I haven't watched it in a long, long time. But, I, you know, I remember enjoying it, liking it. Uh, but, of course, it took place, uh, you know, it was about the Amish and, and took place in Lancaster County. Shot on location. Shot in 1985. Uh, and it was such a hit that people started heading out to Lancaster County to kind of see what it was all about. So people as far as from Australia and just all over the world went to the Krantz Farm in Strasbourg, uh, where Harrison Ford went to hide out from the crooked cops during the murder investigation. Well, the Krantz family who were Mennonites, were besieged by offers to sell that house and their property, an 82-acre farm, and they you know, they wanted to turn it into a tourist trap, or, or people were trying to get them to do that uh, in the years right after the film was released. By the way, it was an Oscar-winning movie. It, it's Yes, it's a sensational movie if you've never seen it. Uh, from time to time, some curiosity seekers would show up, they'd sneak around, and uh, public access was tightened because they didn't want people, you know, just crawling all Get over Get off our land. property, I will blow your heads off. Uh, on Saturday, Phil Lapp, who as a child spent days on the film set where his father was an extra, 
is going to lead, this is this Saturday, a witness experience Wow! for 100 people, starting with a screening of the film at uh, Zoe Tropolis, which is a theater in downtown Lancaster, followed by a quiz and a tour and a sit-down meal at the farm. And there will also be an auction of uh, crafts and items from the film that they're going to do. So you you don't... For me, I thought th- that movie has so much that's great about it. it it's two different cultures. It, it has a very... It's a real nail-biter as far as you know, murder and, and protecting this kid who saw a murder take place in the bathrooms at uh, 30th Street Station. Yeah. And, um, but it's also um, a love that can't happen because of divergent cultures. And yep. uh, But it's it's just beautifully told. So I can see why this is kind of... A movie that gets into people's psyche. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it as well, Steve. You, you remember we talked not that long ago about um, Amish people not wanting to have their photos taken. It's sort of against uh, their beliefs. Yeah. Um, when my we had a French exchange student come and stay with us, all he wanted to do was go out to where they filmed this because he was very interested in the movie. He loved the movie. and uh, That's he, wild. And he tried taking photos of, of Amish people, and they would literally hold like baseball gloves up to their face and yeah. then prevent that from happening. I have, to man- I have to say, though, in the movie Witness, and this might be a discussion for another time, uh, one of my favorite face punches yes. takes place in that movie. <laughs> When the guy is is giving him a hard time, he's taking the ice cream cone. Who was the the dancer that was? Uh, oh, yeah, um, uh, it was. Um, he was in Die Hard too. Uh, yeah, he was in a few movies. He was also in uh, the Money Pit. The Money Pit. Yeah. was the You're uh, right. The, the, uh, the yeah, very very famous ballet dancer. <sighs> but anyhow, he plays an Amish character. Nick's going to look it up and, and give him. The I can't believe I'm forgetting. But anyhow, no, 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 no. It wasn't Baryshnikov. It was another guy. Uh, Alexander Gudnov. Gudnov. That's who that is. He was a dancer, right? Yes, he was. No, he was no. She, no, she was a dancer. <laughs> you know, he was. Casey. <laughs> You're not ready to go? Come on. You son of a bitch. I think he was a singer. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, my God. Can you, guys, <laughs> can you guys do one and say he's? Yeah, yeah you right. should. So, uh, yeah, one of my favorite punches in the face is the guy that's giving him a hard time in Harrison Ford's city. He had just gotten news that his friend had died and he was just he had had it. And he just out of nowhere bang just pops this dude right in the face. First he tells him you're making a mistake. Yeah he's passing himself off as, as Amish. Amish obviously he's trying to protect yeah. the kid. They yeah. go into town and so the, the locals are sort of you know giving yeah. them a deal. It's great. Yeah. So, uh, But anyhow so they're doing this uh, tour uh, for 100 people, and uh, according to Lap, he said something like this might happen once a year. Uh, Lap, who also is Mennonite, uh, said that he entered the experienced tourism world in 2017 after a conversation with a Norwegian tourist at a Turkey Hill convenience store. He said they were heading to an Amish tourist trap, he said. So he offered to guide them to something more authentic instead and toured, gave them a little tour of the farm. You know cool. what I'd do? I'd set up an audio animatronic uh, Kelly McGillis who would show you her breasts. <laughs> That'd be nice. Because that happened in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, so it's interesting that this uh, person from Norway yeah. was, was so interested in the Amish country. We have my wife's cousin is coming with, with a few friends from Sweden. Yeah. And I told you. Same thing. They want to go to Lancaster County. So, so why it do you, why do you think it's so it pr- it's so pervasive? I don't know. I, I guess when when Pennsylvania is promoted around the world, probably a lot of the imagery that ends up being shown uh, is of the uh, the Amish and Mennonites. Yeah. Because it, when you talk about Western PA, not unless you're getting hope to get lots of tourists here with uh, the promise of sheets 
It's almost like traveling in time, though, and that's what I think is is the the appealing part of going to Amish country. Yeah, like, no, oh, let, let's just you. go back and see what it was like in like frontier days. Plus, yeah. when it came out, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford was the biggest star in the world, you know, yeah. so it had box office yeah. appeal around the world because of him. And I'm to not- that point, by the way, Nick, I think what it, what they should do use those eighty acres and open up Harrison Ford's. Car dealership. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? And there you go. And then you can leave the farm as it's standing, the or, whole damn deal. For these people from Norway, it could be Harrison Fjords. Oh. I love it. I do love Cater, it. Do we have to think of everything? To the Scandinavians. Yeah. I am going to say something that's going to be rather unpopular. Uh, and I'm not saying that I don't like Harrison Ford because I think he has a very, very likable face. Is Harrison Fjords the best? Oh, I, don't, I, I guess. I don't think he's a good actor at all. I don't like. There's so many times where I'm like, I don't believe what you're saying. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. We yeah. just glanced over that. <laughs> Is Harrison Fjords the best? Boy, I guess. Yeah. No, you don't like Harrison Ford as an actor. <laughs> I don't. No, I, I don't think he is a good actor. I love all of his movies. Oh. I really regarding Henry. Uh, you know, the Fugitive, the Fugitive. Well, like that doesn't all make of that. sense then. So let me ask you this: Do you do you believe that this this information is going to hurt his career? I don't think so. Okay. All right. It's just I'm, his I'm, opinion. It's just my opinion. But I no, I I disagree. Now listen, he's had some some roles where he he overdoes it a little bit, but maybe you're supposed to do that. But uh, but in uh, his real house, in in the movie Witness Casey, I've movie, never seen it though. He got uh, boom. That's, he got nominated for best actor in that movie. And yeah, he there the performance is especially in his relationship with this kid who he's Nick, it's just so good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, you're missing out if you haven't seen this one, Casey. That, uh, it's really well done, and you, it might actually change your opinion on him as an actor. I'll he, tell you this: he's not I, he's not Harrison Ford as no. as Han Solo in that. He's not Indiana Jones in that. He's he's a good actor in Witness. And Nick, I think I you know the legend is is that if people see Witness and they like Harrison Ford's performance, a carafe mysteriously appears. <laughs> Shut up! No, yeah, we have a, a coffee. coffee, coffee I'm not, no. I just want you to consider that. Uh, okay, we have a coffee. <laughs> Coffee carafe uh, missing here for those who are trying to make them happy. The first portion. Oh, it's of the not show. missing. I All know right. where it is. So anyhow, <laughs> it's going to cost you like a hundred dollars to go on this tour. Let's find something else out. Of here. <laughs> uh, Universal's <laughs> Islands of Adventure uh, yesterday opened Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Listen to this. It looks cool. At eight thirty a.m., the line was at an eight-hour wait. Well, and by hours. 9.40 a.m., the wait time increased to 10 hours. The ride is three minutes long. Oh, oh my God. Man. I love Harry Potter, but that is stupid. I know. You know, you, though, you Nick, there, there, a year. there yes. are fanatics in the Potter world who have to be the first for yeah. all of these things. They're idiots. And um, how, how extensive does Hagrid and his motorcycle with the sidecar figure into legend and lore of... I'm not Harry Potter. A whole lot, I don't think. I tell you what, the two other rides they have, though, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and is it Escape from Gringotts? Yeah. Uh, those are phenomenal You rave on rides. them. Rides. So you've convinced me that, that I'm... When I get my wife down to Florida, we're hitting Universal. They're the best rides uh, okay. I've ever we'll ridden do it at when, Universal. When we all go as a show, remember? Yes, exactly. Oh, and they, they really want us there, too. VIP access, yeah. Yeah, front of the line and so on. Um. So... Why can't they do, because they do it with other rides, where they give you a time and you come back. I agree with you, you There's Kat. an app. Hold on. It's not set up for this ride yet. What? Yeah, oh, it's not set up for this ride. The, they, they do have an app, and it's great. 
uh, you you find out what the wait times are at certain rides, yeah. and you can head there right away. And if you actually stay on property, if you stay at a universal uh, property, you can get in an hour before the general public gets in. Well, here's what you can do, Kathy. Just and they were explaining this morning with the app, the same way, like uh, you know, at a restaurant when you go and they alert you that your time is coming up. Yeah. So you can be any you'll be walking around the park. So you've already sort of put in your. Your, your spot, your spot, and so you can walk around and, and enjoy the stuff and not wait in this Batan Death March line to get. Does out it of work it. that way? That's you the way. Can, uh, that's the way they're explaining it. it this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you, you. I don't know how you initiate your letting them know you have the. It, it's probably on the app, and then once you do that, okay. they will contact you, yeah. and you're getting close to getting on the. My, I feel the same way about doctors' offices as I do about this. Like, why do they think that you can stand there for eight hours? You, they've paid to get in. You're wasting their entire day. Yeah. That's the whole day. To ride one three-minute ride. But, you know, it doesn't matter because, Kathy, you pay the price going into the... They don't give a rat's ass if you get to ride anything. But that's that's what I mean. That's ridiculous that they don't give a rat's ass. It's like sitting in a doctor's office for four hours. Why do you think I have four hours to sit here? Is there possibly, though, uh, an idea that will work for both? What if doctor's offices provided rides? (laughs) Listen, I might be sick by the end of that eight-hour wait in the sun. Yeah, exactly. While you're waiting in line, you get to see materials from the class, including dragon eggs on the verge of hatching and uh, wow. makeshift, uh, makeshift nursery. Yeah, real dragon eggs, Steve. They're not even same fake. It's Guests they're, they're not plastic or will encounter beloved characters including Arthur Weasley, Hagrid and his loyal dog Fang through a pre-show experience brought to life with digital projection and special effects. See, I like that. I, yeah. If you if you're going to make um that sort of wait occur, occur do something that's in, instead of just a misting fan, have yeah. something better. What's the longest you've ever waited for a ride? A month. In line. <laughs> it was for a teacup ride at a uh, fireman's fair. Probably three hours. Yeah. And, and I, I don't remember what ride it was, but I know I have waited that long before. I, By the way, the, uh, Universal Studios said they planted 1,200 trees to create the forest that surrounds uh, the longest coaster in Florida. It says measuring almost a mile. So that Oh, so it's really, really long as far as coasters go. Now, this, I don't, this can't be right. What? It says the ride has seven launches and a 17-foot drop. <laughs> that's, wow. not, that's very unimpressive. That can't be correct. You, almost... go, you must be up like five and a half feet. Yeah. You co- When you come over, you're thinking this that's is not a lot. But a when typo. you know that you you could get a serious rug burn yeah. were you to fall from that, you I'm start guessing, to panic. I'm guessing it's either 117 or 170-foot drop, and they just left off a or... digit. Is it a thousand seventy? Ooh, I didn't even consider. Where that. you actually start to pass out from lack of oxygen? That's ridiculous. I didn't realize it was an actual roller coaster. I thought it was like one of those virtual reality. No, rides. it's a, it's a, the, okay. all the cars are actually motorcycles and sidecars. Dude, the yeah, and you can choose if you want to ride in the yeah. main or or the sidecar. But those digital, those uh, virtual reality rides, they're amazing. They're fantastic. Did yeah. you see the Millennium Falcon presentation that they have over at uh, Disney in, in California, Disneyland? Nope. Uh, this thing looks phenomenal. I love those motion rides. Yeah. I think they're sensational. Yep. I physically and mentally, I I, suc- I feel like Get I'm in. riding along. Yep. Yep. I mean, when Back to the Future first premiered and you got your first ride on that, what a mind blower! And that's and that's now ancient history yeah. compared to uh, what they can do. I mean, what I like about those is it, it's sort of. Anybody can ride it, like so. Yeah. Like you know, my kids aren't like super idiots. Tall. Yeah. Well, they're not idiots either, okay. but um, they're you know they can they can ride it uh, even though they're they're shorter. My mom can ride it. Like she's she's it's going not going to hurt them. She's going to Disney World on Sunday with my brother, and like she will do the ride. Like roller coasters hurt her back and neck, yeah. and the other, these ones don't. No, I, I agree. The one that I that I actually 
was most impressed with there was the the Transformers ride. It was you waited on that. Fantastic. So so what what is the experience again, if I may? Uh, so <clears throat> you're I. I forgot what you're supposed to be. You're in a you're in a uh, a vehicle of some sort where the uh, uh, the transformers are like grabbing you and taking you from place to place, and you need to you know they're fighting the Decepticons and everything. You're with the uh, who are the good guys? I forgot Autobots. Now. The Autobots. Yeah. And like uh, occasionally they'll you'll see it re- the the robot reach out and grab your cart and pick it up and then throw it. Wow. And and to another you know Autobot that catches you and it's just. The sensation is so real. It's amazing. <laughs> I they, love that. It's really worth riding. So anyhow, it's not worth standing eight hours or ten mm. hours in line for, but for a three-minute ride. Do you think Witness, the motion ride, would be cool? <laughs> of course. It's a lot of science Think about all stuff. they could do. The barn raising? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come a, on. I'm a simple man. Mm. All right. Uh, what else I got here? Russian scientists have found the furry head of an Ice Age wolf. Perfectly preserved in the Siberian permafrost. I had no idea that Ice Age Siberian wolves were just heads. Uh, no, this was just the head that was found. I'm oh. sure it was a body at one point. Uh, it is 40,000 years old and, and perfectly preserved. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, l- look at this. What? Kathy, you would adopt that as a pet. That's 40,000 years that old. 40,000 yeah. years old. A oh, top cute. researcher said the animal belonged to an ancient subspecies of wolf that lived at the same time as the mammoths and became extinct alongside them. <laughs> he does kind of have front teeth that are like... Uh, he looks like uh, James from uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> like, duh. You know, I don't see fangs on this thing. Uh, okay. So, you, you mean they look like flat human teeth yeah. as opposed to sharp yeah. incisors. You try, you try or, keeping I mean, your, uh, sharp canines. Your teeth in shape over 40,000 years. All right, good point. Scientists, uh, the scientists said it was an adult uh, about 25% bigger than today's wolves. I think this is a dire wolf, to be honest. Oh, yeah. From Game of Thrones. Uh, but did not say whether it was uh, male or female. Uh, they called the discovery unique. I'm not sure I want to say. Uh, because scientists previously only had found wolf skulls without tissue or fur, while this head has ears, a tongue, and perfectly preserved brain as well. So no that yeah. that lends itself to the question, and that we know that there's biological matter within that. You oh, know, yeah. uh, right? Is that yeah. something? I mean, they're they're talking about doing that with the uh, with the woolly mammoths and yep. some other stuff that they found. Did you see that uh, report on sixty Minutes about the mammoth and the uh, Russian scientists that are one hundred percent behind bringing them back for environmental reasons? And the Russians did such a good job at Chernobyl. I can't <laughs> wait to see it. What are the environmental reasons? Uh, it's a long, complicated process, but the the gist of it is. Mammoths uh, tamp down soil in in a, in a heavy fashion. They're big animals, and so the the tamping down of the soil will prevent um, trees from growing, which in this person's mind would be beneficial to the environment for a whole bunch of different reasons that I, I don't want to get into right now. But it, it was huh. an interesting, compelling argument to bring back woolly mammoths to prevent global warming. I invite you all to watch movie San Andreas, which addresses problems. <laughs> and th- this was on 60 Minutes. This wasn't no, some, like, yeah. uh, you know, conspiracy theory on YouTube. This was a legit report. It just blew my mind. So trees are bad now. Trees are bad, <laughs> according to this Russian scientist, when it comes to global warming, Listen because of the man. way that they star, uh, store carbon. Hmm. We need that. And that's why we need the, uh, the, the woolly mammoths doing the Tarantella yeah. all day long. Yeah. All right, anyhow, they found a wolf head. That's very else, cool, man. I don't know yeah. why that that excites me. Yeah. Got a little bit of a choke. This is interesting, and this kind of makes a bit of sense. Uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, at least seven tourists have mysteriously died, um, and possibly cops are investigating. They think, you know, they're 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 looking into this. This isn't official, but 
maybe poisoned by basically bootleg liquor. And once I heard that, I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. right. That, that seems could, feasible. That could make absolute sense. That's what I said the other day. They're just filling. Did you it say with, that? Yes, with okay. cheaper stuff to, to not just cheaper stuff. I mean, bootleg. Yeah, like homemade. Well, and, moonshine. Yeah, and that's moonshine. what they were saying. It smells yeah. like it smelled terrible. Mm. Well, yeah. they somebody was drinking out of, bo- of a, a bottle of Curdle One. And uh, you can tell right there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Some of them are reporting that there was like like debris, like stuff in in the bottom of the bottles. Uh, officials want to know who Yeesh. supplied the alcoholic beverages that the victims drank uh, before their deaths, and uh, if the drinks had any dangerous chemicals in them. The FBI is assisting and is going to take blood samples from the dead back to its research center in Quantico. The Dominican government insists that fatalities are isolated incidents, while reps for both of the resorts. Uh, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino and the Bahia Principal uh, described the deaths as simple accidents. But most of the deaths bear similarities as they involved apparent healthy, apparently healthy adults, at least some of whom, yeah. who drank from their hotel room mini bar before suddenly becoming gravely sick. Uh, five American tourists have died, uh, and the family of two others who died in 2018 say they now suspect their loved ones met foul play. Others have reported falling ill but surviving after drinking from their mini bars. And a post reporter at one of the resorts noted the vodka in the room had a strange, potent smell resembling pure alcohol. A forensic science professor said the symptoms among some of the dead, including nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, were consistent with poisoning from methanol. There you go. Pesticides. Methanol is a type of alcohol that is not safe for humans. It's regularly used as antifreeze. Um, and they said adulterated alcohol is usually methanol added to alcohol or just plain methanol, which is very, very toxic. I was watching a uh, – they're doing this ongoing series about investigating everything that's going down there. And they held up a bottle of gin last night and there was a frozen wolf's head in it. No. Oh, my God. I'm like, how, how did that even get – how do you not even notice that? But, I mean, this really makes sense because yep. past just simply, you know, lower shelf liquor being substituted, it's – Booze they're making yeah, under no from, oversight. From time to time, you'll hear in poor communities where uh, just groups of people have died yeah. because somebody whipped up some yes. homemade booze and they handed it out and it gets you really hammered really easy. And uh, But it but it's deadly. It's poison. Yeah. And, and sometimes people will uh, take um, you know enough to kill them. It happened all the time during Prohibition. I when people making bathtub liquors. And honestly, I'll hear stories about this out of India yeah. on occasion where a lot of people have died uh, because somebody made a, a batch of that. Hang on, I'm going to go to Mike who uh, drank alcohol while in the Dominican. Hey, Mike, good morning. You do. Casey, what's up, man? Yeah. Oh, hey, Casey. Mike, what's going on, man? How you been, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, so I just got back from the <laughs> He's the driver of Brodo's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I was I was I was over there for my honeymoon actually, but um, it's funny that you guys saying that that was the first time I heard it's it's getting related to the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Man, that stuff was terrible. Huh? And you know, my young age of twenty eight, I'm a stone cold alcoholic. <laughs> and I, wanna be, and I could, we couldn't. Me and my wife and I could not drink that stuff. Man, it was it was okay. Bad. Mike, where were you? Where were you, like everywhere you tried the booze, or at, at the bar, or the mini bar, or where in particular? All right. So now that you ask me, I'll give you some of the details. We we booked our honeymoon the night before we left, so okay. we went to. The cheapest place we could. Um, I'll be honest there, um, but it was everywhere, man. It was all through the resort. 
Um, and then we even ended up leaving the resort as often as possible because <laughs> the food, the alcohol, everything was just terrible. And even wow, it's we usually left, the opposite honestly, of that that you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, you figure you took the time to book 12 hours in advance. <laughs> you figured you would have found the best places. So, well, so hold on, though, hold on, though, because you should at least be able to drink a beer. And the beer they had was uh, the El Presidente. And it was absolutely <laughs> El Presidente. We didn't drink it, and then we shipped it back to them, and then that's what they served us over there. Wow. terrible. So but, did you at any point feel sick, Mike, after drinking yeah, this stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, our, our throats got raw. Um, we had a hard time swallowing. By the time we got home, I mean, we were... We were in bad shape. Yeah, oh. I was having like chest issues, breathing. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's it's funny you say. I got to call my wife as soon as we we hang up because um, even a few weeks ago, this is probably unrelated. Uh, but uh, I, I was at a bar and I was drinking these orange crushes, and um, the vodka made me have a um, allergic reaction. Like I started swelling up. I couldn't breathe. I had to go swallow a bunch of Benadryl tablets. That's never Honestly, sometimes a lot of people think it's the heroin. A lot of time it's the syringes and clean. Oh, and there you yeah. go. Mike, I'd, uh, I'd go to your doctor and, yes. and look into that because the next time you might not be so lucky if you're drinking something that you may be allergic to. Yeah, he's right. You you may. Uh, it sounds like you dodged a bullet on this yeah. one, but uh, yeah, it, it might be worth you, you talking to your wife and just, you know, getting a... Uh, I assume you're still together now at this point, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, okay. good, we're good. We're good. All right. Good. All right. Well, we're glad you made it. I love you guys. Have a good one. All right. All right, Mike. See ya. I like Mike. The night before they booked I like that, Mike. Oh, my God. Um, I went to the Dominican uh, a couple of years ago, and the I don't think it was related or anything, but the alcohol was absolutely terrible. That we had um, a friend of mine was meeting us there, and we had her pick up. Um, some liquor at the airport, at the duty-free shop to to bring to the resort with us. We were at an all-inclusive resort. You know, it was supposed to be, you know, whatever you want, whenever you want it, but it was so disgusting um, that it was, we couldn't drink it. And she, Did one she, of the bottles say Nodka? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it wasn't even, like, it wasn't just, you know, because a lot of these are, you know, the, the mini bar inside the hotel room. It wasn't that. It was just ordering drinks anywhere throughout the resort. It Do you was, think it's pervasive mm. that, so it's quite, there are some suppliers in that area that are making their own stuff. This uh, who we, nothing is confirmed. This is all right now. You know they're just gathering this information. But what if they were to find? I remember that story you reported from India where these people were making their own yeah. booze, and I think yeah. it wiped out like half the village. A lot of people. Uh, yeah. So uh, th- what if that was the case? Man, anytime I go to the Caribbean, stuff just doesn't taste. No, it doesn't. The same Mm-mm. food, all of it. You know, so I might easily go, nah, whatever, it's how it is here. You it's know like a I mean? trip you can go on and actually lose weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Uh, we got somebody who makes moonshine. Huh. Uh, I'm going to go to Joe. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Morning, guys. Hey, bud. So you make moonshine. So my son came home, my son came home from Colorado, and he knew his buddies were, were making moonshine, and he did a little bit of research, read a couple books, and when he came home for Christmas, I got him a moonshine kit. A moonshine kit. Okay. Moonshine kit. You can buy it from Amazon. It was about a five-gallon, and you write a book. But when you make it, there's only about a couple of degree difference when you're making moonshine where it's poison or it's drinkable alcohol. Wow. And, and if you're off like two degrees and it's a constant monitoring, you have to monitor the temperature as you're, you're doing it uh, in the distill. 
And it's real close to being poisoned. And there was a couple times we're like, nah, we can't do this. Joe, that, that sounds like, like a sushi chef preparing blowfish. Yeah. That you're, you know, you're, exactly. it, it's too dangerous. But it's nasty to drink anyway. Even when you yeah. get the temperature right and it's good, you got to mix it with like, uh, you know, the, they call it the apple pie when they're doing apple cider or lemonade. Or, or yeah, dude. White lightning sucks. It just yeah, does it. And there's it nothing suck. that tastes appealing uh, at all. It's just about getting rid. Yeah. Okay. You got to you got to mix it with something, to make it drinkable. You know. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know That's, it was that dangerous to make, though, it, uh, Joe. It's very dangerous. If you're off a little bit, and you can be off a little bit. It, it, it took hours to make a gallon of moonshine. You have to watch the temperature. I, okay. I don't know. Every time you see Thanks, uh, moonshiners Joe. depicted in movies, they seem very learned. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go. Hang on a second. Uh, all right. Mark wants to defend. De- de- uh, I'm sorry. Wants to defend the Dominican Republic. Let it rip. Hi, Mark. Good morning. Listen, I've been to the Dominican Republic, Punta Cana, nine times in the last 11 years. And if you're expecting top-shelf liquor and top-shelf food, you're not going to get it. Right. It's the road, though. It's not terrible. Yeah. You're there for the beautiful turquoise beaches, the abundant palm trees, the white sand. The grounds are always immaculately kept. It's middle-of-the-road food and alcohol. Now, if you want to spend $7,000 for you and your bride, you and your beau, you and your girlfriend, (laughs) all four of you, you're going to be spending $7,000 for two people to go. Right. You can go there, literally, for we do it every year for the last eight out of the – I went eight years straight and nine out of 11. We do it for $2,000. We don't spend over that. That's everything included. So it's a beautiful place. The natives are wonderful people. That one exception to the rule where that lady got beat, that is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. But if you're looking for a beautiful beach, right. and that's why I go, because I want to sit there and do absolutely nothing but look at the beach. And there is an occasional, there is one problem about the Dominican, though, and I'm very serious when I say this. The girls have dental floss <laughs> up there. Ace, and it's horrible. What's this? <laughs> up their ace? Did you just say <laughs> up their ace? <laughs> Why is that terrible? Oh, it's, it's not what you want to see all the time? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't want to see that all the time. Of course, I want to see my beautiful bride of 27 years. Yeah. yeah you want to see up her ace, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this, uh, yes. Mark. Uh, can you go off the, uh, are there legitimate liquor stores? with? Li- I agree with you. As, pers- as someone who doesn't drink in the first place, it wouldn't matter to me. But uh, but if someone wanted to go there, could you go off site? Uh, you know, are there enough liquor stores with legitimate, verified, vetted liquor for one to purchase and bring back to the hotel? I don't have a good opinion on that because I have not done that. I will tell you this. In the last seven years, the place has become almost a metropolis. There are a lot of bars. There are a lot of little strip malls. There are a lot of condos going up. They're building schools. When I first went there back in 2007, it literally took us 45 minutes to go from the airport to our resort, and there was one main road. Now there's a four-lane highway. That same trip takes about 7 to 15 minutes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, because it's... Question, I can't because I don't have a good opinion on that. Yeah, no problem. I see a ton of stores and a ton of liquor off the island, so I, I okay. really can't answer that question. All, All right. right, thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. He's right, though. I mean, if you're, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna go discount, keep in mind yeah. you're, you're gonna get what you pay for. But if you want, if you want quality, you're gonna have to, you gotta pay for it. It's all there's to it. And to speak to the to the liquor, Steve. I mean, that's um, that's the reason that uh, booze here in America has that seal on there, that government seal. Yeah, this is safe. 
for you, you know, unless, of course, you drink the whole damn bottle, it's going to kill you, but, uh, but this is safe for consumption. And you have to keep that in mind that those are those government's seals as well when you're going to buy uh, liquor, too. So, so it, you know. for you, for, uh, for an all-inclusive, mm-hmm. does, I mean, you, as he's saying, you're going for a tropical paradise. Mm-hmm. Is is the booze or the, all that that much of a consideration for the average traveler? Yeah, yes. it is. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. What Hell was the place? Because yes. uh, we went to a couple of different places. Was it in Tulum where we they had the the trampoline out in the surf? Yeah, and we all went running out to go to the water oh, trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. And, and you got about 20 yards into the surf, <laughs> yeah. and it was all coral. Yeah. And it oh. just hurt. Stop. <laughs> hurt. You stopped running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is so great. This is terrible. <laughs> Your feet are just a bloody pulp yes. on your way out. dying. That's no. when you saw Marissa's Holiest of Holy. I didn't. You did. Je- Jeff, Jeff did. did. Oh, Jeff did. Jeff did. Okay. did. All right. He saw uh, Apparently her bottoms. <laughs> I remember how he described it. This, that. This, that, and that. Yes. It was pretty funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. She was doing some gymnastics on the trampoline, and, and uh, they, uh, they, they they got a little treat down there. Her shorts come yeah. in. There you go. Yeah. That's how much fun we were having. Absolutely. You felt free to show your vagina to tourists. Uh, so I think that this theory, and obviously they're going to investigate this more, and I don't know how she's going to be able to do it, but the U.S. is trying to get involved with it. But I think this theory of bootleg booze, of moonshine, yep. That makes a lot of sense. It does. As it opposed does. to, which, which you know, is, is horrible and, and neglectful in and of itself, but not quite as, you know, we're trying to kill people. You know what I mean? Like a, like a murderer or something like that. Or like trying to poison them and then go into their room and rob yeah, them. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the, yeah, on the cheap is probably what it is. Probably. All right, anyhow, uh, thank you for letting me clear out some of these junk drawer items. That's all I'm going to do for now because we got some... Guests and stuff to get to. I would like to give away, though, since all this booze talk has probably got you watering at the mouth, a case of Yard's Summer Crush. Caller number 19 at 215-263-WMMR. We're going to set you up. Yard's Brewing Company is happy to announce the release of Summer Crush. Uh, brew with orange and lime zest. This crushable delight brings refreshment to the shore, the front stoop, the rooftop, and everything else you celebrate summer. Available at Gleason's Liquors in Ocean View. Caller 19, we're going to give that to you. 215-263-WMMR. Some bizarre file stories are coming up momentarily, and we'll have Chris Porter, who's going to be at Punchline Philly, stopping in the studio this morning as well. We will be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Godsmack. The Revivalists. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Before we get into the bizarre file, just a reminder that uh, tomorrow is the I Believe for Preston and Steve blood drive, uh, one of which we are trying to make the largest blood drive in the country. Uh, as we came oh so close to it last year without even knowing it. Uh, but we're going to see if we can push it past that limit and, and or pass that number and get a record. It'd be pretty cool. Now, we, we're, we've we taken every um, step we can to ensure that, however, it will be the luck of the draw tomorrow morning. Yeah. People will show up, and if some and it happens. A percentage of people will show up. They may have uh, a cold that morning or not feel quite right, or their blood pressure might be low, or they might have low iron. Mm-hmm. These are elements that will figure into them not being able to give blood. So... Um, hopefully, with all the spots filled in, uh, we'll have a, a great yield. And unfortunately, we're we're going to be one pint shy for sure. I know of that uh, yeah. because 
for the first time ever, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. I am not going to be there. What the f*** is it? I know. <laughs> I really... I re- You're actually mad at yourself, Preston. <laughs> I wrestled with this, but... What the is that? Uh, a... A sports team that I've cheered for since I was probably five years old uh, finally won the Stanley Cup. And so I got a last-minute flight, and I'm headed to St. Louis for the victory parade. So me and my best friend Steve are going to be there. This has been your life. Yeah. 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 I love the Blues. Uh, I'm a a huge Flyers fan as well. But, you know, I grew up watching that team. That's the team that introduced hockey to me. Yeah. It's my favorite sport. So uh, I've always been a tried-and-true Blues fan and have seen them fail so many times uh, that it is—it's finally happened. And I'm like, you know what? I, and I've seen, you know, like uh, Casey's excitement with the Eagles, and and uh, just, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go wherever it is. You know, yeah. to to a last second. You know, they're, they're playing here. I think I can make it. I'm gonna go. And then you leave town and and, and get there and back. And I'm like, that, it's always seemed kind of exciting to me. And Marissa's the queen of last minute trips as yeah. well. She's very proud and excited that I'm doing this, by the way. Well, also, it's it's something you shared with a collective of lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, the same way you had them here for the Joshua Tree concert and all that stuff, it means it means a lot. This and is a once-in-a-lifetime. It is. I mean, it really could be. This could be the only time that this team wins or the only time that this team wins where you're able to go and do it. You know, this is – well. Like, you should absolutely – even though you're abandoning us. I'm going to – And, and <laughs> the people that, that are counting on you in the Delaware yeah. Valley. I think it's really cool. This is the only time, Nick. This is the only time that the Blues are going to win the Stanley Cup for the first time. That's yeah, true. true. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a good point. So I'm doing it. Made the uh, made the reservations last night and well, uh, I'm want, flying out today. I want you to feel good about this because last night I called the Red Cross and I said, take an extra pint for me. From yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's awfully nice. Of so you. I, okay, I'm probably going to be groggy and yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm just going to make driving difficult, but I'll do it. So I no. won't be there. So, But you're also going with your best friend who, by the way, has a daughter whose initials are what, Preston? Uh, they oh. are NHL. <laughs> On purpose. That's crazy. Yeah, her name is uh, Naomi Hannah Lisick, and they they named her that on purpose. So yeah, my Hot. father did a similar thing with me. My original name was Dickhead. Oh, oh really? But he changed. Oh, okay, last minute. Fair enough. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, hockey is is my buddy's life and his family's, and and uh, we just you know this would be really cool. So uh, I'll you take t- pictures and send them back to you. Listen, you wasn't wasn't planned. Certainly, no one knew this would happen. But it's something that uh, you know, a, a man about town, Bill Weston. Yeah, you know, you know, and so tomorrow, what we're gonna have though. So we will still have PNS there. It's going to be Pierre and Steve. That is correct. So the truth of the matter is, and the rest of the show uh, there, and what you have is, for the first time, Pierre's going to be broadcasting his yeah. entire show. He'll start at 10. I'll be there early in the morning, and, and you know, we'll be there saying hi and doing all the normal stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and so we'll we'll do that. You'll be there in spirit, and uh, this yeah. is, this to me is is right. I think it's, it's something that's really special, and you know, the last thing you'd want to do is go, I should have gone. I know. Because you I can't know. get it back. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I went ahead. And that was the deciding yeah. You back. literally right. asked everybody and even called Bill West and uh, just yeah. sort of, you know, hedge your bets. Or, or not hedge your bets, but. Bet your hedges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you if you if the team were to lose, you would incinerate your hedges yeah. in your house. Uh, and then you wanted to fence in your yeah. hedges. God, my home. neighbors would be so pissed if that were the case. <laughs> So I'm glad I got to go. No, I just wanted to make sure it was okay with him. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know what? He's no. Like, I, I, no. <laughs> no. Why are you even asking me? No, he had. Uh, he said that he, he thinks that everybody would understand. 
So I think that's. Uh, I think he put it in the in the uh, in the uh, context of uh, of what if the uh, if Buffalo would have Buffalo would have the Bills won the Super Bowl because oh, yeah that'll Bills. never happen. Where's <laughs> 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 <We're laughs> fantasy? We're safe yeah. there. Yeah. I'm but, gonna come early and hang out with you, Steve. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm. I will be there early as well. Because I have to leave early to go to my son's graduation baseball game. Listen, uh, yeah, it's it's okay. It's one of those it's deals. clear that Kathy and I and <laughs> Nick and Russ are the only yeah. ones who yeah. care. Well, yeah. what's a graduation baseball game? So he's been playing in South Marple Little League since he was four years old, and this is the. Are you laughing at me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's a graduation baseball game? And so he and the other twelve-year-olds uh, have eight. After the season, so they're not going to be in Little League. They're, they're aging out, okay. so they have a special baseball game for just the twelve-year-olds, and so that will literally be like the last time he plays on that field, it, it, and it will literally be the last time that I will step, you know, foot on that complex that I've been going to for forever. It's kind of sad, man. I I love being there. I loved sitting out there in the outfield and, and watching. Would you buy real estate there? I, I can't because okay. it's a schoolyard. No, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, squatters' rights. <laughs> so uh, the events tomorrow, and I think the last day to uh, the last chance to sign up is today. I'm not sure what At time they wrap up. Noon. Yeah. Okay. So uh, who's going to step up and replace Preston's pint of blood? Uh, please do yeah. it. Come on and be a part of the party. Be a part of the record-breaking event. That's Absolutely. what we're hoping for. So. It's going to be, listen, it's going to be, believe it or not, those who have attended know. Uh, first of this massive load, we're taking tons of pictures. We want to see you out there. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's got a really cool vibe. Also, it's air-conditioned like a mofo, yeah. which makes oh, it really nice. Bring yeah. a yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is quite chilly. Uh, real quick, is this happening today, this uh, Toy Story for RV it's in our parking here. lot? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's out as, there now? As we speak, it's, it's out there now. supposed to be. It's in our west side parking lot here at One Bala Plaza. And from 8 to noon... I guess people can come by and uh, they they give blood some attractions. No, you <laughs> no, can't give blood. Oh, this is tomorrow. It's like like backyard games and stuff like that, like a bean toss. And, oh. yeah, okay, photo opportunities like for yeah. fans. It says film uh, themed prizes, carnival games, and lots of family friendly fun. So there's a um, bean so, flick and what else? Uh, no, I don't think there's a bean flick at all. Oh, okay. uh, Toy Story 4, it, it says here the summer road trip rolls into Ocean City, New Jersey. That's uh, well, well, that's the big message is that they wanted to let uh, our listeners know that whatever's going on in our parking lot today, you can go see in, in Ocean City tonight. Okay. Well, I'll enough. tell you this. Uh, we talked about it. Yeah. This, this, I would be surprised if this is not the, you know, uh, the blowout movie because... Yeah. Who doesn't love the freaking series? Their track record is amazing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The, the last one, they just keep getting better. Yep. And uh, what I'm seeing now of, of this, this whole concept of, of Sporky is, is hilarious. So it's out here now. Uh, if you want to come out and wow. check it out, you can certainly do that. All right, we need to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Hello. You gotta love a story that begins with the words "fluids leaking from a decomposing body." Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Upstairs have forced health officials to close a Connecticut restaurant. <laughs> Didn't I do a joke about this years ago? Raining Blanche. It's raining Blanche. <laughs> yes. <right>. Hallelujah! <laughs> it's raining Blanche. So this uh, this dead body was dripping into the restaurant. Excuse me. There's a dead body in my soup. Police were called to the Siam Corner Thai Kitchen and Faux Restaurant on Monday or on uh, May 29th. For a report of a foul odor and a reddish-brown liquid dripping from the ceiling of the restaurant behind the front counter. Mm. Who eats at a place called a, a faux restaurant? 
Well, pho is a dish. P H O. Oh, sorry. Uh, and in fact, it's not even pronounced it's that way. Pho. Right. Is it pho? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so police say that they entered the apartment above the restaurant through an unlocked window and found the tenant's body in his bed. Oh, my God. They said he had been dead for several days. How did that? It had to be a nuclear stink yeah. permeating the building. Police say no foul plays suspected. They have not released the man's name, and the health department says the restaurant remains closed Preston, at this time. We had a dead field mouse in our in our green room for a while, and the stench was overwhelming. A full body decomposing, liquefying. Well, don't blame Howard's Pizza if your dinner was late Sunday afternoon. According to police, a man allegedly made off with a running pizza delivery truck around 4.30 in the afternoon and took it for a joyride through town. Isaac Leo Wells is charged with felony theft and misdemeanor driving without a valid license. A Howard's Pizza employee reported to police that someone had stolen his running delivery truck. The truck contained his phone and the pizza oven mounted in the truck was full of pizzas ready for delivery. I love those trucks. As officers began searching the area, Howard's received a call complaining of a pizza truck driving recklessly, near, uh, nearly striking uh, the caller's vehicle. A second caller uh, had checked in a report that he had seen a male ditch a Howard's pizza truck and jump into an Oldsmobile with four <laughs> other passengers. A few minutes later, the car was located. A Howard's Pizza box was found on the ground next to it. Police talked to the car's passengers, who indicated that the group was just hanging out at that location when Wells showed up in the pizza truck. Wells gave the group a pizza, and everybody ate it and enjoyed it. And then he asked one of the group to follow him to somewhere that he could ditch the truck. (laughs) God. A search of the Oldsmobile produced the key to the pizza truck and the cell phone belonging to the Howard's employee, both located near where Wells had been seated in the car. When police attempted to interview Wells, he reportedly became hostile. Uh, the officer said that as Wells was yelling obscenities at him, he detected the odor of alcohol on his breath. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that all makes sense. Well, as tall as the towers of London Bridge, New Delhi's uh, Ghazipur landfill continues to grow at a startling pace. Within a year, it is set to rise higher than the Taj Mahal, one of the country's most iconic monuments. Nicknamed Mount Everest by locals, the expansive pile of fetid matter is already more than 65 meters. That's 213 feet tall. How is it it they achieving that height? Listen to this. As India's Supreme Court recently warned, it's well overdue for aircraft warning lights. That's how high this is. Oh, my God. Uh, when it first opened in 1984, this was never the intention. By 2002, the landfill had reached a capacity of 20 meters and should have been closed. Now, today, the 21 million people living in New Delhi rely mainly on this ever-growing monostor, uh, monstrosity and two other landfills, all of which hit maximum volume at least a decade ago. About 2,000 tons of garbage is dumped at their, at this location each day. Not only is a huge expanse of garbage an eyesore, it's also a hazard on multiple occasions. Uh, they have tried and failed to shut it down. Last year, the complacency of officials turned fatal. Two locals were killed in a landslide Well, is it, after a the, section of the mountain collapsed. So, by the way, Preston, like in places like Fishkill in Staten Island where they have these, these big dumps, they have, to, they have to have these pipes to remove the methane gas that builds up underneath. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- these things can explode. Uh, U.S. Environmental Protection Agency actually was called in to take a look at it, and they found subsurface fires, smoke emissions from the surface of the waste, Animal scavenging waste and informal sector waste recyclers were all observed during the site visit. And uh, the, the closure only lasted a few days, and then uh, they opened it right back up again. But it needs... <laughs> It needs air. It needs light for the <laughs> yes. aircraft. Oh my God! That's how big it is. It's a mountain. Might wow. be time to open up. I don't know a fifth one. Yeah. 
Uh, an 81-year-old bicyclist is suing San Luis Obispo Regional Airport and the county after he says he was blown off his recumbent bicycle by the engine blast of a departing jet. <laughs> I probably would have laughed if I had seen that. A complaint filed in the Superior Court Friday alleges that uh, Ross Pepper was one of the group of riders who were struck forcibly by the blast from an aircraft prepared to depart from the southeastern corner of the runway. Well, I was on my ergonomic recumbent bicycle when this jet passed over and vaunted me into the air. The lawsuit does not pinpoint precisely I spilled my latte. where the incident occurred, but it uh, states that Pepper was riding with a group of 14 other cyclists while passing the airport. The lead group of about eight riders were knocked onto the ground and into the roadway in the way of uncom- oncoming traffic by the jet engine blast. Uh, the gust knocked Pepper, who was riding a recumbent bike, to the ground and spun his body and bike 180 degrees and onto the pavement of Highway 227 in the southbound lane of traffic, causing him severe injuries and damaging his bike and property. So those jets are obviously, when they slam them on, they're super powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the movie Casino Royale, they show a couple of, of uh, police cars get blown over and lifted up. Yeah. Do you think that's accurate? There's enough, because you're lifting oh, yeah. up a jet liner, you would assume, yeah? yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Remember at uh, St. Martin? Uh, people would stand at the edge of that uh, runway at the <laughs> fence and get blown into the water. Somebody got severely hurt. Somebody got killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they had to be more restrictive on uh, people being allowed to be there. All right, anyhow, that's what I got for you in the Bizarre File this morning. We are going to take a break. Is Chris here yet? Case yes, cleaning? he is. Excellent, excellent. Great guest, Chris Porter, who's going to be at Punchline uh, tonight, and tonight and tomorrow is going to be popping in the studio. By the way, our friends from Godshall's Turkey Bacon are here. Yeah. Serving up a breakfast for our in-studio guests. Uh, they have 80% less fat, the most pork bacon. It's gluten-free and never any MSG. If you're calling number 10, I'm going to give you a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 215-263-WNMR is the number. We are going to take a break. Be right back. Make sure that you stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is going to be at um, he's going to be at Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. There's uh, two shows, 7.30 and 9.45. And we love having him back. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Porter is here. What's up, everyone? Hey, I'm here. I made it. Another yeah. year. Yeah. Another year. I'm still alive. That's good. That's always yeah. a bonus. There, there were some rough moments. Was yeah. it, Does one come to mind in particular? Uh, just every moment uh, <laughs> I hang out with Kid Rock. <laughs> Seems to be death defined. Explain. Explain. Now, are you are you guys tight? Uh, are you business associates? How would you classify your uh, Kid Rock connection? Uh, we're friends. Yeah. And I did a I did an event in the Dominican Republic <laughs> with him. And uh, I'll tell you what, there is nothing funnier than watching four thousand Kid Rock fans try to talk to someone who English is not their first language. <laughs> <laughs> I want room thirty five forty two. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. did, did any of them say, this is America, we speak English here? They, oh, wait a minute, we're not they in America. They were about to. They are like, yeah. oh, wait, <laughs> this is not your native tongue. That is my fault. It's, uh, it's a revelation when they realize that. Oh, absolutely. So, Especially he... when they're 37 Bud Lights in. <laughs> but Kid Rock, I, I had no idea, has his own... 
Everything. Like his jet. I mean, he's made a m- massive amount of money. Yeah, he's fun and, to hang out with. Yeah. So, and is he is he generous with his? Yeah, his toys. Very much so. Okay. Yeah. It's so, like, what we, have you seen during the show? We just hang out in his room during the event. Wow. Like, that's just like the hangout spot. Yeah. And uh, also because he has the biggest room. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, so we, yeah, we tried to hang out in my room one time. <laughs> Forty-seven people in a double did not pan out. You get the full suite. And have you been on? You've traveled on his on his jet. I've been on his jet for a. Sh- we flew from Vegas to L.A. And uh, is is it mind blowing or is it just kind of what you, you definitely expect? want your own jet? <laughs> if someone ever says, "Here's a jet, take it," because <laughs> it's way better than Coach. What was the coolest thing about his jet? Uh, the lack of other security. People. <laughs> yeah, yeah, other people. Like, the fact that you just landed and you walked out and there was a car literally outside the plane That's waiting so cool. for you. Just yeah. And you were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so can I, I, I can't, just can't gloss over the fact that you're friends with Kid Rock. Yeah. And, and I don't hate him. However, yeah. I take major exception with one of his songs because he rhymes funny things. With funny things. And yeah. I feel like that is, uh, in the world of poetry and songwriting, it's, it is a no-no. It's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it really lazy. bothers Casey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, and he he probably thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like he's that guy. He's like, yeah, it's a terrible ride. <laughs> but also it sold a million copies. And I yeah. got so. a jet. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. got a freaking jet. Yeah, yeah. that rhyme scheme paid for, for this jet. Yeah. yeah. No one makes more fun of Kid Rock than Kid Rock. That, I promise I like that. you that. Okay. I like yeah. that. All right. Kathy so. went to his, uh, his club in Nashville. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was out of hand. Yeah, which he is super involved in by the way like, well, most, like really a lot of these dudes just like give their name really and they're like give me a monthly stipend and bobby's there most like when we're in dominican republic the guy that runs the place was there with them and they were talking about stuff all the time they were talking about throwing comedy on the third floor i was like no no, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't subject no, poor no, comedians no, no. Well, no, it, no. i mean and it's it's like a different party on every floor it's nuts in there it's for yeah and it, it's probably all his he just sits up on his throne and thinks up weird ideas and then makes them happen. But he's got the money. People enjoy it. I like what he did a, a few years ago. He tried. He had. He did the tour and tried to keep the tickets at like ten bucks or something. Yeah. Right? So that that's cool. That yeah. helps when you're filling arenas. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you though, because talking about music on Twitter, you posted your top five concert movies of all time. Yes. And we talk about this all the time. And I'm a massive fan. I think the last waltz may be at the top of the top. But you you've seen. A movie you put at number one and number two. What and number four. Okay. I think Amazing Grace, the Aretha the, Franklin. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. My parents just saw it and it's they were raving about the it. It's the great, I, I cried. Really? Pretty much start to finish. It's it's her inner prime. It's not, it's not Disney Aretha. It's right. like 29-year-old, just got off tour, I'm the queen of the world, and now she just walks into this church with a church choir and kills it. I've only seen just the very beginning where she just starts singing and I'm like you just stop. <laughs> and you're you're like this is this is the greatest thing I've ever She lived. hits notes that make your chest shake in mm. the movie. Wow. Chris, uh, so Mick Jagger's in the audience for part two, right? Very very young, very yeah. coked up Mick Jagger's <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> and why do you know why Aretha didn't want that movie released when she was still alive? Well, it took him so long to fix it because the guy that shot it didn't shoot it correctly. They had no sound video sync. 
And in the so up until recently, they couldn't even make the movie. Wow. I understand that yeah, Jay, uh, that uh, Mick Jagger's so coked up, he's wearing a yarmulke. Sorry, he's, <laughs> he's, he thinks he's a yeah. But, you know what's in the yarmulke? More cocaine. <laughs> right, well, and, uh, so, but uh, everyone is raving about this this movie. So, uh, massive thumbs up from you. And it's a great. And it's literally the start of the concert. And it goes. To the end of it. It's not, you know, that's the one thing about The Last Waltz is it is a lot of weird, coked-up interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're true. just like, you you stopped making sense an hour ago. <laughs> uh, this is, there's no interviews. It's yeah. literally, here's day one, here's day two, see you later. So you, we know you're a massive music fan. Yeah. You know, so, all right, so out of The Last Waltz and, and this film, what what others do you place in the uh, top five? I mean, I like... Woodstock? Uh, Do you like you the know Woodstock? What? I haven't even seen Woodstock. You've never seen Woodstock? I never saw the movie. I've listened to the record a billion times. Yeah, the director's cut is uh, has like an additional hour, but it's... Of it's new it, dancing. It's, it's pretty amazing, yeah. It, it makes you realize really, in essence, how little you would have wanted to have been at Woodstock. Yeah. Because it's filthy. <laughs> but but otherwise, the performances are amazing. And there were no bathrooms. Nothing, yeah. Uh, I like, you know, up until recently... Uh, this is it. I thought was an amazing. Movie. I was surprised by that. The Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, listen, you know, obviously uh, we saw Leaving Neverland and all that stuff, and yeah. I, there's massive issues with Michael Jackson. But you can't watch that. You can't watch that movie and not go, Jesus Christ, this guy's he's, he's really good. Yeah, Even yeah. when you're proped out and you're still <laughs> killing those moves. <laughs> I mean, he was. And, and he knew all the bass lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you give me too many Tylenol, my ham, ham, ham. This guy's on surgical grade downers <laughs> going, no, nah, man, the bass goes, just like, how how manic was he not on drugs? He had yeah. bottles of propofol. Just killing them like they were Keystone yeah. Lights. <laughs> how do you do that? Just, I want to see him just crack a can of prop. <laughs> just <laughs> sipping on it, telling the band how to beat it goes. Man, that's good. That's good. That's, oh, man. That's that's a good probe right there. Anybody? Anybody? Are you a musician yourself by any chance? Yeah, I had a cover band in L.A. for a while. I, I play guitar. And I sing mainly after two margaritas. <laughs> what, what do you what do you cover? When, I cover all band? the classic rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you know, I don't know Wonderwall, but I can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderwall. That that's, is the song. that's the douchey song that yeah. you play right. when yeah. you're the guy that pulls the guitar out at the house party. Yeah. When if you, when you want to if so if you're with a, a, a girl, let's hypothetical, and you want to close the deal, what, yeah, yeah. what what would you play on your guitar? I'd play. I'd probably play a bluesy feeling all right. Ooh. Yeah, great slow song. it down. It is a great song. Yeah, get her juices flowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Break out the propofol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crack open a can of prop. See where the D chord takes me. Do you ever bring the guitar out on stage as a? a no, I, every once in a while, feature acts have like if the feature act has a guitar and they just leave it up there, then mm-hmm. I'll. Towards the end of the show, I'll grab it and play a song. So Preston has, uh, he was in a band in his younger years, The Image, and now he has a band that he's just sort of kicked I back. Just, yeah, I just got together with some guys. Uh, to yeah. tinker around? All, all young 50s, and we're just, you know, whatever. Maybe you've heard of out. us. We're called Devo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but getting back to it, it's fun. Oh, that's yeah. all. Yeah, man, it's a great, the thing about comedy is you can only really express three emotions. <laughs> Anger, confusion, and 
more anger. <laughs> <laughs> and with music, I feel like you're you're capable of like expressing all the emotions. So sometimes you just want to play a happy song. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. With with comedy, even no matter how good of a mood you're in, you got to dial it down <laughs> so you can be funny. You've got there has to be an edge to it, and the edge is almost is yeah. you have to be. There's there's always a minimum of criticism in everything you're doing. Absolutely, no yeah. joke has you work has things working out. <laughs> Right. Like it's always about how things are going terribly. I hit all the lights. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't funny. You're just bragging at this point. You're just telling yeah, us you're... about your great day. <laughs> you're right. It's true. Yeah. Now it's a TED talk. <laughs> it robs it of all its humorous elements. Uh, we've had you on. I think this is the third time, and every single time you come on, you talk about how you're friends with a different celebrity. Like you're, you were friends with and uh, Sons. Oh, yeah. And sons. But yep. that, never in a boasting way. It's no, just no, no, a bizarre no. way. Yeah, well, just a, life's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. And then Verlin, I just wanted to know what you were like in high school. Were you the popular kid? I was, but not for the right reasons. Okay. Like, I wasn't the cool kid. I think but- you're, you're just, just an, Preston has it. People immediately like him. He had, like people call in and it's just a thing. Yeah. I think you have that. Maybe you're very likable. Not with women, <laughs> but uh, I. Uh, it's it's definitely a very male dominated trait that I have. Dudes love me. <laughs> Dudes love to hang out. Girls want to know what my friends doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was so definitive and yes. and a, a little bit of sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the but truth. Born of legitimate you can pain. still get laid by association pretty well. You but, know? Yeah. It's not, happens. You know, I'll tell you this. Being at a kid rock event, uh, the word doable, man, <laughs> the floor falls out of that one uh, real quick. You're like, what are you, 320? Come on back. Uh, Come on back. We'll use the bed that I don't sleep in. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing how you can. It's a rolling contextualization. Like, but for here. Yeah. 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 Like, I wouldn't be talking to you for two seconds in Philly, but we're in the middle of a foreign country, and you're the cutest thing in the next four feet. So let's do this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. If you're just tuning in, it's Chris Porter who we're talking to is going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. You could be the most proud, is the most proud to be from Kansas City that I've ever met. Yeah, I like that town. Yeah. I wish I could live there, but there's not a lot of TV shows being made oh. in the 816. But yeah. you're still, I mean, like, uh, you're special. What's the name of your special? A man, man from, from Kansas. Kansas. Or yeah. From Kansas, sorry. So, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, it's a cool part of the country. I mean, it's flyover, and not a lot of people go, but it's it's a great city with great people, and I, I, I'm very proud of it. I, I sort of dug, you know, being uh, when I was driving around in those areas in Nebraska and, and everything, uh, there was a there was a coolness to it. You've seen it so much, but a lot of people sort of ignore it. Obviously, we know it's a very flat, yes, and and that's part of the deal. But but what I wanted to ask you is being there, and I mean, it's you're in tornado territory. Uh, and we've actually had started to have our, a few encounters here recently, which is very rare. Very rare. Area. Yeah. Do, do you get blasé about it or? Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Like I remember my friend moved from L.A. to Texas and called me crying. She's like, "There's a tornado warning. There's a tornado." I'm like, Danielle, I've lived in Kansas. I lived in Kansas for 26 years. Yeah. I lived through a thousand tornado warnings. I've never seen a tornado in my yep. entire life. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh, okay." And then hung up the phone. She was fine. I'm from Missouri. I'm from Missouri, and, and we had them all the time, and I never saw one. Yeah. Never like, saw one of them. Still going outside. 
If the sirens go off, maybe I might go downstairs to the basement, but I'm taking beers. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I remember the biggest storm I was in, there were tornadoes all over Kansas City and softball-sized hail. Jesus. Like, car destroying. absolute, I saw it hit the the glass door, whoop, and yeah, I just remember... Even then, we were still up in the kitchen getting more food. <laughs> just like, oh, wow, it's more hail. Well, we better get downstairs. Like, you, you do. You get blasé about it. It's do, I mean, it's not like California where an earthquake can come at any time. Right. You've got an hour of prep before you really need to move. Good point. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're seeing they're seeing the, the conditions for it ahead of time. It's not, you know, besides dogs barking and birds taking off, that's your, that's your indication an earthquake's coming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so let me ask you, so why, I mean, well, people, why do they still, like, this flimsiest material to build these trailer parks out of and stuff like that? I, I, I mean... You just play the odds, man. Play the odds. Which, which yeah. also, if you're living in a trailer park... Luck's not really on your side, bro. <laughs> That's true. You're not really. There isn't. You made that choice because you're wealthy and you decided which way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only Kid Rock did that. <laughs> literally. That's the only man with yeah. that much money living in a double wide. Right. <laughs> right. But he's doing it ironically because he can buy 37 more tomorrow if he needs. Is to. it tricked out? Is it? I mean, is it? Yeah, it's the nicest double wide you've ever been. In. Okay. Yeah. But I mean. Is that saying a whole lot? <laughs> I guess that's the, the, it has the a refrigerator to... with an ice maker, so oh. it wins. <laughs> There's not a TV on top of another TV. <laughs> this is one of things. which works. Yeah, right, right. With a VCR, with a, a Betamax, oh, absolutely a Betamax. Uh, you mentioned uh, no TV shows and stuff like that being shot in in Kansas City, but uh, are you are you really? Trying on working on some projects in L.A. Or, yeah, I okay. mean, I've, I've written a bunch of stuff. Like, it's just a matter of like, it's so funny because people are like, "Why don't you just get a TV show?" Yeah. <laughs> like, well, why don't you just go win the lottery? Yeah, because it's the same odds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just write and I hope for meetings and I pitch them and then they say no and then I go to Philadelphia. Which wow. I, I looked up your your IMDb when you were talking about that, and I have one. You do, you do. Uh, and it features your stuff, but it also um, you've had a bunch of different looks over the years. Yeah, I have. Does that affect uh, comedy writing, anything like that? It only affects like <laughs> when I meet, like I'll see people, and then I'll see them ten years later, and they won't recognize me at all. Okay, and I'll just be like, "Yo, man, it's Chris Porter," and they're like, and then I get that like, <laughs> oh. Like, I'd lost a 1,000 pounds. Like, they just can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you, you have glasses now. You used to have a bit of a fro, yeah. sort of. And- Someone call it a Jew fro, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I like to be respectful. <laughs> and just call it a fro. You're, yeah. Look, have you seen your own IMDb photo? No. Look at Which that. one is that? It's oh, you- that's from the Comedy Central Presents. Yeah, yeah, you're wearing a fedora. I'm wearing, yeah. Big butterfly I, I, I went collar. through a... Uh, <laughs> Life's a journey. Yeah, what can is, I man. say? Sometimes well, you're sad for like 10 years. And you, and you dress accordingly. Yeah, you have a down decade. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like, hey, man, the Almond Brothers are still on tour. Maybe I can play Tambo or something. <laughs> and so I'm going to dress the part. And uh, look at me. I look like an auxiliary percussionist for Manassas. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say this in as flattering a way as I can. If if um, 
if uh, if uh, Andy Dick was much more hetero, you sort of look like that. That's, in that I'll picture. take that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on like three See, hours. See, like straight. Andy yeah. Dick wouldn't say that. That shows yeah. how. I uh, yeah. Shows how butch you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd say that. It'd just be followed by cocaine. Uh, <laughs> 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 No, yeah. it's cool. We we all we all get embarrassed. I mean, so I I did the thing years ago, and I you know I I've been shaving my head for a long time. So I, I, I there's a definitive period in which embarrassing hairstyles stopped. Yeah, I, I, my skull is my skull. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> so, but I, I, I see it. You know, Preston, if you like the image, you know, he, he had the full. Act, I, we, we all have Kathy looked Puerto Rican when she was, you know. <laughs> I, did. I had, I had yeah. a ponytail for a while. Ponytail. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just got to see, what if I grow it all out? Yeah. 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 Let's see what happens. Well, look what Casey's doing now. I mean, his, his hair, he's got the flow. Yeah, but this is for a specific reason. Right. I'm, I'm growing my hair out to have a ridiculous driver's license photo. So that's um, why my hair looks like this right now. So I have more <laughs> options. So if you ever get arrested, people are like, yeah, yeah. No, he totally did it. <laughs> There's no way that guy didn't do that. Well, there's a collect. If you guys call up the collection, he's done it throughout the years, and it's and, and it's amazing what they'll let you do for your license photo. Casey starts planning about a year in advance of his license photo. Oh, okay. Now, do you show do. up wasted? Do you do that old trick? <laughs> no. Right? Show up you look normal when so, you're... Yeah. They're like, oh, no, you always look like this. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well, the reason I'm taking this one so serious is go. because I the go. middle one is my is my latest one, and I phoned that one in. I was like, oh, my God, i got to get my picture taken. So I blacked out my tooth and just, you know, yeah. uh, greased my hair down. They let you do that? They yes. yes. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Mm-hmm. I don't think California would let that slide. Really? Well, try it. I'm yeah, going to try. Yeah, but how would they know? What, what if that's what you looked like? Chris, it's, what if you it's look got, like a pedophile? It's gotten him out of tickets before. Uh, having these goofy pictures. What, what, what do you, they look at the picture like, oh, you grew your tooth back. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> Can you call my mom? Because she's missing a bunch. I think they start laughing. Yeah. You know? uh, my favorite is the aboriginal one to the, uh, <laughs> to to the, the right. And yeah. the, with the yellow shirt. Yeah. Hey, when know. you go in to get the picture, like, do they laugh at you, or they just take your picture and send All you right. on your way? So, if uh, the the two pictures that we're looking at in the studio, the one where I look like a pedophile, and the one where my hair's all frizzed out, um, <laughs> and then to the left you look like Narcos. Yeah the the lady who took my picture on both of those pictures, we shared the same birthday, so that's all we talked about. Okay, because uh, our okay. birthdays are on the Fourth of July, and it was you know it's oh, it's yeah. like a great day to have a birthday. Loved your movie. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, but uh, she made no mention of my look, my attire, my hair, nothing. nothing. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. And then the other one, I mean, I just went to like the the AAA store, and uh, and I like so I blacked out my tooth. I found there was like a, a piece of paper there that was a, a black piece of paper, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna just black out my tooth real quick and. And they never wow. said anything. Okay, never said anything. He, he had no idea. You Dude, the do photo this. on the left, you look like Jared from Subway's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like well, I didn't think he, yeah. he was doing anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the one Jared worried about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said I was a crazy one. I'm not sure about this guy. <laughs> Here I am trying to meet nine year olds, and he's oh man. Yeah. yeah. He kept his dungeon really clean. He was just a good roommate. <laughs> That's why. I I'm trying to remember if uh, when you were here last, if you were, were you engaged at one point or am I thinking of somebody No, else? that was somebody else. Never been? No, uh, I haven't okay. even been Any desire? 
To get engaged? Yeah, have you ever I been mean, close? I, uh, I got to a point with a woman where I was either going to marry or I was, had to leave. Okay. That's yeah. why I left. We know what yeah. you chose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what. If you're ever at that crossroads where it's either we, either we break up or get married, yeah. break, break up. up 100% yeah. of the time. For sure. Yeah. Because you don't want to think about what might have been. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if those are your only two options. Yeah, where you're like, this might work or this could work forever or it might never work. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, a, that's not a good 50-50. Yeah. It's the funniest thing, though, that happens because, like, you know, when I, I, when I met my wife, I, you know, I knew. I, you know, I, we got married. I was you know, in my 30s. I was like, okay, I, I'm here. I'm ready to go now. Yeah. And there was no question about it. I, I knew it. But right up to the last minute, my guy friend's like, you know, you're going to go so you're oats. And before that happens, like, what are you saying? Am I going to go bang other women while I've already professed that this is the woman I love and want to spend my life with? You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't you get the statement I'm making here? But you know what? You know who says that? Dudes that didn't sow their wild oats. <laughs> right, They've right. slept with like four women their entire life. They're like, you have to go do it so you can tell me all about it. It's true. I'm tired of watching Red Shoe Diaries because my wife blocked all the porn. It's true. So, <laughs> That's the best you get. Yeah. And I also I also feel like I have met a few girls where I was like, this could work. And almost every time the girl immediately was like, no, it couldn't. Yeah. And bounced. Do so. You, so you think, do you think you're difficult to, uh, to date for? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, you're there Monday through Wednesday and you're exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, let's go out and I'll just be asleep on this side of the table and you can just tell me how dinner was. Uh, yeah. So it's a little tough. Yeah. Some women dig it. Some, you know, some women are like, yeah, I want to have my own life. So go away. Do you have groupies? No. Okay. It's not like it's not like rock and roll yeah. where people hang out after like there's literally ushers pushing people out of the room <laughs> after my shows. So right. it's hard to yeah, wrangle. But- I wish I had that kind of oomph. Oomph yeah. where yeah. I could just wrangle a girl out of the line and just like, be like, come with me. Like but, Motley Crue pointing yeah. you. you got oh, your guy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like with the dirt. The, with the giant VHS recorder and I can <laughs> yeah. just pick him in the back. Uh, yeah, so I just, that opportunity isn't there as much as it used to be. Yeah, yeah it's a different world. Don't you meet, yeah. meet people after the show, though? Do you do you do like a meet and greet? I, mean, I know yeah, a lot they of come, They come by and they buy records and they say hello and we take photos. I just, I don't have that kind of game where yeah. I can just Put my arm around a girl and be like, "So, what are you doing later?" <laughs> you, 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 I, I said on your Twitter, I forget where I saw it. You, you have a line that that can kill a a potential blossoming relationship. I, I, a couple of words. Did I read that somewhere, Preston? Yeah, he, he, uh, he had said uh, you can turn women off in a single sentence, but I think that's pretty well known. <laughs> that's one of your hidden talents. Oh yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. Uh, my. I think I had another tweet. It's not even my pickup line, but someone said, like, what's your favorite pickup line? And I'm like, it's, uh, I heard it once, and it was, uh, I know I'm not the cutest guy in the room. I know I'm not the strongest guy in the room, but I've been looking around, and I'm the only one talking to you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, that's right. It does not work. <laughs> the woman looks, she gets it, she, like, thinks about it for a second, and she's like, oh, Eat dirt. And then yeah, throws yeah, a yeah. drink in your yeah. face. I'm not yeah. the best looking and strongest, but I'm the only one who's well, talking to you. I'm the only one talking to you. It's not, it doesn't really work. It's hilarious. It is. It's, it's a good. great story. Sure. You're like, why is your why is your shirt all wet? Well, <laughs> I thought this girl was cute, so I tried this one. And it didn't work out. There was a friend of mine, literally a guy, Charlie, in college, and he, he took the, uh, he took the um, success through volume. Mm-hmm. He he jumped. He'd go into a, a bar and 
boom, 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 you know, and and eventually he'd hit somebody. I could never do that. The rejection yeah. stung too much. It's you like those dudes on Twitter over. that just swipe all the girls. <laughs> they just swipe yes on all the girls and then sort it out later right, right, on yeah. who answers. <laughs> right. I knew, I was having breakfast with a buddy of mine, and his he had two phones, both on Twitter. He looked like a jazz Tinder. pianist. Tinder. Uh, Tinder. Oh, yeah, yeah Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but both on Tinder doing this like a jazz pianist with his left hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, just looking for women. Yeah. I mean, and I guess that's, but again, like to Preston's point, you, you being the, the rejection is, is, yeah, is too it's, much. It's like fishing with a giant net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you just sort through all the dead fish. <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? They're all dead now. Yeah. None of this works. <laughs> I also just want a better. Story, yeah, yeah. I also like how many times have you been in a bar and watched a Tinder date go down? Oh, yeah, because it's the best. Because they walk in, they kind of look at each other like they know each other, and then they go, Gary, <laughs> Sheila, and then everyone in the bar is like, and we're done here, and now we're listening to whatever's going on here. Yes, and now you're just you have a date. It's like now, it's yeah. like doing this in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, everyone at the bar is now. Seeing how this goes, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think because the natural belief is that an, an entertainment, um, you know, resume and what you do and you the people you know, you you know, that's intriguing to women. But but I mean, it also it, it, your 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 schedule is daunting for sure. It's intriguing to women in Omaha. <laughs> it's not intriguing to women in Los Angeles. It's, true. it's almost it's kind right. of a yeah. detriment where right. you're like they're like. Oh, what are you doing? You're like, I'm a comedian. They're like, oh. And they're like, no, 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 I make money. Yeah. Like, I'm successful. <laughs> right, 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 I travel right. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no I'm not just a guy yeah. that works at Dunkin' Donuts, and now I, I have an open mic. Right, like, yeah. No, like, I have to, like, show people pay stubs and yeah. W-2s. Yeah. It's so, an actual career. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. YouTube yeah. me. I swear to God. I, it's I'm like, good at this. Because out there, it must be like saying, I'm an Indian chief. Right? I get Yeah, it's maybe. Like firefighter, you astronaut. You own a yeah. casino? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, just... No, I think out there, it's more It's more akin to, I work at Best Buy. Yeah. Like, they're just like, well, what's that going to get me? Yeah. I'm like, well, I can get you a deal on TV. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like... I can get you into my show. A lot of times when, especially in L.A., when women are like... Oh, you're a comedian. They're like, so I got to go to like eight open mics a night. Right. <laughs> no, you don't. We're right. going to go have dinner, and then I'm going to go to bed because I'm forty. Well, well <laughs> passively, how many times do you do you see? I mean, because we're always told, well, you're out there because obviously that's where so much of the entertainment is. But there's also those meetings where you're at the the gas station, and on the other side of the uh, the island is uh, you know a producer or somebody yeah. do, do, are, do you casually encounter people i mean not a, they don't wear their producer t-shirts anymore <laughs> which is the issue God so i don't it. know who they are that used to be a rule i don't talk to anybody you don't. ever yeah like when i walk through the airport i look like i'm famous but yeah. i'm not it's i have sunglasses on i have headphones in right and it's just because i'm really high <laughs> and i don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> And everyone's just like, oh, my God. Who is that? Is there he a he rapper? Is. Yeah. He's like, no, he's just tired. That's the guy who played Loki. <laughs> yeah, most people are just like, is he in Mo? <laughs> I think that's a guy from Mo. <laughs> well, listen, maybe you'll have some luck while you're uh, you're here in Philly. Maybe you'll meet some maybe ladies I'll... that are impressed. How, how weird would that would be? That be like, I'm moving. 
What moving that, to Philly. What if your <laughs> wife is listening right now? Oh, man. I hope she's at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Chris is going to be working tonight and tomorrow, and you can go see him. Uh, he will be at uh, Punchline, 730 and 945 is when the shows are each night, and Punchline Philly dot com is where you get the tickets and uh do you want to promote social media Are you pretty active on twitter and so uh, yeah, on or? more instagram okay. as i am chris porter i stopped doing twitter as much because people ruin jokes yeah they do they just they don't get it any like i remember on d-day remembrance day i yeah. was like this is a weird day for germany i bet Kind of funny. I thought it was funny. A little yeah. bit of funny. Yeah. This guy's like, this guy gets on Twitter and goes, actually, the Nazis haven't been in power for 70 years, so I think they're fine. <laughs> and I was like, well, thanks for ruining fun. Right. <laughs> Thank right. you for the add-on. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. on Twitter. This is obviously not serious. Yeah. <laughs> I am Chris Porter. You can do it at that at Instagram. Yeah. If you want to ruin my jokes, go to I am Chris Porter on Twitter, too. <laughs> Enjoy your time here, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you guys as always. Thanks Thank for being you. here. Chris Porter. Yeah! Punchline. We're going to take a break and be right back. Stay down. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Preston C. Blood Drive is tomorrow at the, the Expo Center in Oaks, PA. Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting live. Uh, we're trying to get, break a record for the largest uh, blood drive in the country. I've been mentioning that. And uh, besides the record-breaking thing, um, flat out, uh, the, the supplies are low. And uh, especially, I think it was O negative that they really need some help with. Yeah. Uh, so we are asking you to get signed up. And you have until noon today. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not going to be there. Um, I'm flying out uh, today. What the f- is this? I know. Uh, Last-minute flight. I'm going to uh, St. Louis, Missouri to be there for the, the Blues uh, victory parade for the Stanley Cup. So this I've, wasn't. I've, a lifelong blues fan. Yes. So. And this wasn't in the cards when everything was set up. No. And so it's completely understandable. And obviously the thing that's cool is it's it's a, it's going to be special with Pierre down there as well. Yeah. We're going to go for the record. Uh, you know, But honestly, as you're right, they need the blood regardless. Yep. Yep. So uh, we, we're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. And honestly, it'll be cool. Uh, you know, we'll be thinking about you getting to do something that I'm sure a good part of you thought you'd never get to do. Oh, I was... Pretty much convinced. I told Nick year after year, every, every time the Blues would enter the playoffs, I'm like, just wait. Just wait. They'll, they'll, they'll let yep. you down. Don't worry about it. For and some... That doesn't mean I'm not a fan. I was just like, I've all these years, I've come to expect them to make it to the playoffs and not make it to the, the big dance. And there is a Philly connection. And there is a Philly connection with Jax. In fact, yeah. they're going to be there. They're going to be on a float. Yeah, they're going to be on a float. So I'm going to try and maybe track those guys down. I'm not going to end up on a float, but no. uh, maybe see if we can... You know, run yeah. into each other, something like but that. But what if you ended up on a float? That'd be pretty amazing. What if they made you the Grand Marshal? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. My dream has come true. And just a suggestion for anybody who is coming down to the blood drive. Um, I went to the Big Apple Circus last night that is right there in that same complex. It was awesome. Yeah. And they have three shows on Saturday, 11, 3, and 7 o'clock. So if it works out with your appointment, um, you know, and it's maybe a little bit out of the way to, to come out to Oaks to go to the blood drive, it's worth looking into and, and possibly getting tickets. My plan is to go after the, the blood drive. Yeah. And it's the final three shows, right, Kathy? Yeah. Uh, there's two shows on Sunday, too. Uh, there are shows on Sunday. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah uh, I was there along with Kathy. It was Right, so much fun. It, was it so really much. was. And you know what? The sm- I walked in. It's a smaller tent. You yeah, know? it's not used to. It's not the big circus that we used to go to. It's a little bit smaller. And I walked in. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't realize it was going to be so small. But 
that's what made it so awesome. There wasn't a bad seat in the house, and you could see everything perfectly clear. Uh, it was great for the kids. They loved it. Nice. Was that a video that you had posted, Casey? Yeah. So doing the, the somersaults on the... Dude did a quadruple somersault Jesus, on, the on, on, the, on the trapeze. Um, and they have a trampoline show. and you know, That was cool, wasn't yeah. it, Case? Yes, it was. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had so much fun, and, and I was really, really... Uh, grateful that I was able to make it last night because my son had a baseball game last night that got rained out, and I, we found out around five o'clock that it was rained out. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to the circus," you know? Yeah, it was really, really cool. So. Oh, is this your video? We're watching it right now. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to rewind it a little bit because I went slow mo so you could count all of the somersaults. Yeah, okay, now it's going slow. <laughs> if you're wondering, that is in, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. That that is amazing. And you know, uh, it was it was the guy's second shot at it. The first attempt, they they didn't quite make it. And I was sitting. So the the net for the, these trapeze artists is uh, above the crowd, basically. And my seats were directly under where he fell. So we, I mean, it was pretty neat to even watch that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Yes. Well, that's uh, up and running. Yes. And the last thing I just want to bring up about the blood drive, I just want to mention this one time, uh, Preston, is that uh, uh, the tour to shore, or I'm sorry, the bend to the shore bike tour is coming up. I have a fundraiser going on. I got this really, really cool SE bike. It's uh, the SoCal Flyer uh, that I'm auctioning off, and I will have uh, raffle tickets that I'm selling at the blood drive tomorrow. So if you're interested, uh, selling these raffle tickets there. And that's all I got to say about that. It's okay. all for charity. You can get on board and do it. Please do so. Um, real quick, I wanted to mention somebody emailed in that, um, uh, and here's a shout out. Uh, we have a few people in the studio. Uh, Big Sexy. Big Sexy. Why would Phil? He's right over here. Bill Oligo is here <laughs> this morning. We have some people wearing matching shirts today, and these guys who, uh, Casey correctly guessed, are cops. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are both uh, in studio, and they were a part of um, Pensacan. Yes. Yeah, Pensacan fundraiser for uh, the police fund. That's awesome. And Vito Moles, is that how you say your name, or Moles? Moles. All right. I tried to make it sound more exotic. Yeah. And that's not the way it Shard is. out for them, Preston? Yeah, yeah. And then somebody, somebody emailed in or, or texted in that, that big sexy that Wildwood Phil has something called the flamethrower or what is that? What is the flamethrower, big sexy? Uh oh. Come over to this Here, microphone. Uh, well, yeah. I think he's got a bunch of stories because there's also one about uh, his kid walking in on him with his wife. Uh, something, uh, that might involve the flamethrower. Yeah. I, I just I was right. intrigued by the email or by right. the text. So uh, Phil, here I'm sorry we got but the this has to do with Mexican food. You? All right. So anyway, no, I think it has to do with uh, sex toys or something. Yeah, it was. Uh, we wanted it a. Uh, fantasy gift basket at a fundraiser. <laughs> My wife didn't know we put in for it. And um, I was dumb enough to mention it to people in work. Okay. And what, uh, without what getting it? graphic, what is it? Um, it's it's still in the basket. I, I'm scared <laughs> to take it out. You don't even want but to touch it. It's called the flamethrower? That's apparently, yes. Does, do, you, do you strap it on or? I think it sli- slips on. It slips on. Yes. Is it like, uh, does it have to, well, okay, if it slips on, it may be like, like a flashlight? Is it a marital device, as they call them? Uh, it's for two people, not one. Okay. <laughs> for, for docking? <laughs> no. For figging? Figging, maybe. Hot Carl's. <laughs> Dizzy Gillespie's? I'm going to look it up. Eiffel Fortunately, Tower. Now Pittsburgh Plaza. Your friends Pittsburgh have gotten Plaza. this broadcasted all over Philadelphia. <laughs> Wait, so it's the, it the Pine Hill Police Unity <laughs> Tour fundraiser, right? That's what you were there for, Phil? Yes. And then, uh, uh, by the way, Vito is also known as Mumbles, so we want to give a shout-out to Mumbles. Mumbles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but is Pine Hill, do you guys patrol the um, uh, the golf club over there as well? 
No, Pine, we're Pennzoil. Oh, that's Pine, Pine Valley. Valley. Yep. My we, bad. Uh, we go out to support them for their Unity Tour fundraisers, and, uh, you know, they'll come out and support us. Everybody that's here uh, visiting us this morning was uh, a part of a fundraiser, which is really cool. We send uh, auction items out from time to time, and these guys all bid to be on the President Steve show and hang out with right. us in the morning. So, so well, what is your press? You have a picture well, of it? I, I don't know. I mean, I just I pulled up. I, 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 I typed in the flamethrower sex toy, oh, and then I pulled up images, and uh, that's what I got. Okay. So, oh, so it's uh, right. somebody riding a dong. Uh, I, I, that, that doesn't look... <laughs> I don't think that's it. Okay. okay. I should have bought it in. Yeah. <laughs> it's should. the one you see on TV, Preston. <laughs> okay. Well, anyhow, uh, apparently it's all, right. all the rage these days. There we go. Listen, it's all, right. all for charity. Remember Thanks. that. Thanks, Big Sexy. Yeah. yeah. Woodville. yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, this I'm going to mention this because we've been sitting on this for a few days and uh, actually a couple of weeks now. But uh, and and the story is it the flamethrower come and gone has nothing to do with that. Right. No, it has to do with work. Uh, the World Health Organization has officially recognized work burnout as a uh, essentially a medical condition. Okay. Yeah, uh, and they did it through a revision of the International Classification of Diseases, a handbook for doctors and health insurers. Uh, the official ailment can be found under problems associated with employment or unemployment. So is uh, do we believe that there may be a, um, a, a legitimate, if you were to go to a boss and say, I believe I'm suffering from work burnout? Maybe they, now. Or are you we can more be, on the path to having that acknowledged? You can be diagnosed with it. According right. to the health agency, burnout isn't just synonymous with being stressed out. It's a, quote, syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Okay. So would it be burnout on the person's own account, not the boss saying you've got to work, you've got to do this? It's almost they bring it on themselves. I, I'm not really sure. Um, in fact, the stress of trying to figure that out is giving you burnout. Yeah. <laughs> I think here, we're here, all burnt out. Here now. are the symptoms <laughs> uh, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job, or feelings of negativis- negativism mm. or cynicism related to one's job, uh, and reduced professional. Uh, efficacy is that how you say that? Efficacy. Efficacy. Yeah. efficacy. Is there a, yeah, a blood so- in the stool situation or any actual physical manifestations? It's all mental. No. Okay. Yeah, but see that. Okay, so so I think that what I'm saying is valid because it's all within that person. It's not being forced on them. In other words, the so. It, uh, the person is experiencing what they believe is this situation. It's not the work condition is so imp- uh, right. oppressive right, right, that right, it's right, forcing right, them right. to do that. Well, I don't know. It says here Americans are working longer and harder than ever before. Several studies show that work stress is the major source of anxiety for American adults and that the mental ailment has escalated progressively over the past few decades. So some of it might be from working so many hours. So many hours, yeah. yeah. Uh, that it's just absolutely, completely okay. wearing you, know what, you down mentally. Mm-hmm. I, I fondly remember my years in the sweatshop. It was, <laughs> it was really, I made a lot of friends. I made a lot of sneakers. Yeah. And it was great. So the following factors can help reduce work stress. Number one, balance between work and family or personal life. Number two, a support network of friends and coworkers, and number three, a relaxed and positive outlook. How helpful is alcohol in dealing oh my with God. this? It is the required <laughs> medication for this. No, I mean sometimes the, the number one on this balance between work and family or personal life uh, can be the tough one, uh, yeah. depending on how many children you have, how many family members you're in care of, or whatever it may be. Because when you when you add a a full work schedule on top of a full family schedule. Family feels like work after you've worked a lot of things. You know what I mean? Will yep. you benefit then from being distant and removed at home? 
Maybe they should consider yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe they should recommend that. Have you ever yeah. considered being distant to your family yeah. and, and and your children? Cold and, and removed. Yeah, maybe that's the ticket. Do you this. need to talk to them that much? Yeah. Do you guys know who uh, Roy Williams is? He's the uh, the head coach of North Carolina's basketball team, and okay. uh, he was asked recently. He's a very successful coach right. and and a great coach, Hall of Fame coach, um, and won national championships. I think both with Kansas and. North Carolina, and was talking recently about his biggest regret, and it was not spending time with his family. And here's a man who's had all the successes you can have in that in this career, but he got choked up and was crying about it. And it was pretty moving during, to watch, during the interview. Yeah, it was oh. pretty moving to watch him say that this is uh, despite all the successes that he's had in life, uh, he really regrets some of the decisions that he made because of of how hard he worked at his particular job. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I mean, we um, how do you kill how do you kill stress at home? You know what I do. What do you do? You shake a shaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Calms me down. I can see that. Because when you hear that sound, it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. It's all good. Um, you know what? It's funny because now I'm like, now I, I'm always looking for something to do. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just sitting on the couch and watching TV and... I, I, I'm always like, oh, I should be doing this. Arts and craftsy. I need to find something. Decoupage, yeah. macrame, or are you something a little bit more? Uh, uh, it's actually um, uh, paper mache. Paper mache. Yeah, that I mean. Figging? Like, yeah, figging. <laughs> no, I'm going to put uh, some ginseng in my butt. I I mean, you know, golf is something that, that I love to do for leisure, but I find that that stresses me out as well. Hey, that, is a weird, <laughs> that is a weird dynamic for something that a lot of people go to play to for as a uh, stress reliever right. or a uh, to to you know as a diversion, it causes so much stress. I see you now with your shoulder yeah. dealing with these uh, potential realities about the game you love so much, mm-hmm. and it's causing you stress. Well, at least I'm playing less golf. My back feels better. How about that? <laughs> my shoulder hurts. My back feels better. Success through injuries. It depends. If you're playing well, it's phenomenal. It's and then all of a sudden, beast. No, I mean, uh, but I, I for stress relief, um, that's a yoga? good question. I we do yoga. That on that helped me Wednesdays. That helped me a lot years and years ago. There yeah. was a period of time when I hated you guys, and I went to yoga. No, I'm just kidding. Kidding, um, no, but it, it did help relieve a lot of stress years ago when I when I started it. But to the point, uh, what you were saying about golf, Preston, is if I have like a, a not a great hour or not yep. a great practice, it pisses me off. Okay, yeah, so it can be counterproductive sometimes on occasion. What about you, Steve? I go home and I think about how much I hate Kathy, mm-hmm. and that really relaxes me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a um, you have a hobby or anything. Yeah, you know, obviously, I, I love I. I Talk about it all the time. I, uh, my the zen, the, the hiking. Oh, the hiking is a very zen thing. Yeah. So that it's couple, very much recommended. Yeah. I said that not too long ago. They said that getting outside for like thirty minutes a day is will vastly improve your mental well being. You know what? Um, honestly, the the gadgets, the uh, the the, the uh, I love the, the movies, the tech, all that stuff, and 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 staying up on that stuff. That's just a diversion. That that to me. I get engaged. I love doing the the research and you know and doing all that stuff. And actually, I started to get into doing, uh, you know, trying to do some, you know, handyman stuff around the house, yeah. which to yeah. me is on a level. All my brothers are really good. Uh, brothers in law are, are excellent contractors. But on some level, like you know, the, this this uh, Batmobile bed here to, to have the ability to with wood build stuff like that is very uh, is very engaging. So I'm starting to find enjoyment in that. 
And speaking of the work burnout thing, it's interesting to me. People that are in management situations is over. So we put on a show. Putting on a show is fun. It doesn't come without its stresses. I mean, we have to, you, you know, you crack this mic, you got to have stuff to say or else you're going to feel very tense and not know where you're going. And we were kind of exposed in front of the audience and you don't know what you're doing. And that can be stressful. But for the most part, putting on a show is a lot of fun. Um, but for people like Eric Simon in our promotions yeah. department, which has to juggle 15 balls at a time uh, at an event like the MMR. He has a medical condition. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're like, right. Like at the MMRBQ where somebody's saying, hey, we have this problem, we got to fix it. And these people need to be in this place at this time and they're having an issue and you got to fix that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, that would absolutely, I wouldn't know what to do. I, and, I think, and then you have a whole, you know, a email account full of people that you have to get back to. I but could, I think I we might it. stress people out. Like, like even at, like at the MMRBQ, yep. when all of us need to be at the, in the same place at the same time, and like mm-hmm. one person goes to the bathroom, and then another person goes to find that person. And like or, I've seen Chuck say, just stay here and <laughs> don't move. I would tell you what, though. We hear nightmare scenarios of other other shows and uh, apparently we're a blessing on, on a lot of levels. Well, there are egomaniacs yeah, yeah, and things like yeah, that. But, yeah. you know, that's, but, I that's mean, just I, demanding people. Right, on yeah. that level. But, yeah, it's – it's and Eric, he has the temperament for that. I, it, that minutia, that stuff that drives you crazy, mm-hmm. um, you know. But, again, there are some people – I think the phrase um, – uh, Working to live, not living to work. Mm-hmm. I, but though we do, a, we we love our work, so that's that's you know we're we're blessed with that. But yeah. you have to have a point of delineation, and I think that's probably what's leading to this burnout. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they said it's a major source of anxiety for American adults. Real quick, hang on, a cautionary tale because I got Tommy on the line who has a story. Hi, Tommy. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Rock and roll. <laughs> exactly. Well done, sir. What's up, man? Yeah, so listening to your story about this burnout, I actually, the end of April, had a, a massive heart attack at work because I was so burned out. Oh, my God. What, what do you do for a living, Tommy? I'm in the contracting business, uh, okay. estimator, sales guy for a big company. But uh, had no symptoms, nothing. Just mm. started keeling over at my desk, and a coworker grabbed me and took me to the hospital, and I went right into surgery. And they wow. I was minutes from dying. So you had like a like a uh, widowmaker. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. But yeah. they said it was it was stress related. Uh, it had to be. I mean, I was so burned out with everything. Wow. Um, okay. I got seven kids, so when you talk about going home after work, it's uh, trying to keep everybody happy and seven. family well, guy and everything. It's, yeah. It's wow. Seven crazy. kids uh, are all seven yours, or did you like uh, marry into a couple? Uh, no, all seven are mine. Yeah, so. Wow, man. Isn't that they, a dream to marry into seven kids? Well, no, I mean, you could have three of your own and yeah, marry into blended. four, you know, blend a family or whatever. Wow. Well, I saw uh, that show. Hey, Tommy, do you, um, do you have the type of job that, uh, that when you go home, that's it? Or do you take, <laughs> you, uh, take your work home with you? Oh, it's, it's with me 24 7. The yeah, phone's always nice. between text, email, phone calls. It's, yeah, it's that's part time. of it, too. I mean, yeah, and I'm trying to turn the phone off now at six o'clock and say I'm done. Yeah. Just relax. That's you. it. All Make right. some Thanks. time for yourself. Do uh, do goat yoga. Well, that's that's another part of it too. Is because of the ease of of communication now that you work sometimes is continued after at home. You yeah. keep on doing it. You know, if you have a if you have a job that lends itself to that. I mean, like we do. I mean, we're prepping all the time. Yes. I go home and I do a few more hours. Or prep work for the following day, so work's not over when the show's over. No, no work ends when I I basically just uh, you know. Pass out. <laughs> no, yeah, when, when I when I go to sleep. But uh, you know, there are some really 
great careers out there that you can make a decent amount of money that yeah. when the day is over at work, the day is over. Like, you don't take any of it home with you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that would be a pretty cool job to have, I think. Preston, have you seen the second episode of uh, this season's Black Mirror? Uh, with the no, okay. I've actually only watched half of the first episode. I gotta now you've given him stress, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get caught up. No, it, it's about that a little bit. It's, it's about being connected at all times. And um, Topher Grace plays uh, a character who actually goes on a tech retreat, which I'd never heard of before. He's the head of a tech company, he disconnects, he disconnects, and he does this thing for uh, 10 days. And he says at one point, I don't know, I don't mean to give any spoilers, but he's like, after two days, I started. Get itchy, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and so it's hard to remove yourself from it entirely, especially if you're in an industry where you are connected at all times. Yep. Well, the uh, the CDC uh, has recommended that you try to use some stress relievers because it's it's more serious than you think. It's considered a medical condition. So. Porn. Porn is a I good option, but not like for a living or as well. Okay. A, a fluffer, I think, has to be very relaxing. You have one thing, and that's all you have to do. Yeah, but there's you know there's DMJ the taste and everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. so you got to be careful with your jaw. Um, yeah, right. whatever gets you uh, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the flamethrower. Like porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, by the way, it might be called the. Uh, hold on, Marissa sent it over. The okay. blue flame. The blue, the blue flame. flame. Yeah. Here we. I will. Bill, do you have a picture of it? Is it the blue <laughs> flame, Phil? Yeah, so it's a uh, realistic dual head male toy. Okay. Oh, I had somebody said that it was it was to stimulate a man and a woman at the same time. Phil, <laughs> it's, it's still in the basket. He doesn't even know. It's still in the basket. It's still in the basket. You should know. But by the picture, you ought to be able to know. I thought you were a detective. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it puts the dildo in the basket. <laughs> All right. We may never know. Let's keep it a mystery. That's yeah. kind of the, you know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, is that what we were just talking about? Yeah. yeah. Do you have to know everything every perverted toy you have does? Hmm. Uh, that's a mystery. Oh, we're looking at it right now. Is that it? That, yeah. that's, no, that's, that's the, the, the blue flame. Yeah. That's the blue flame. Yeah. Uh, All right. Anyhow, yeah. uh, let's give away some turkey bacon. All right. Uh, Godchall's turkey bacon is here this morning, and I will take callers 10 and 11, and I will give you a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godchall's turkey bacon, 215-263-WMMR. Real it's so smoke. good. Up to 80% less fat than pork bacon. Locally made right here in PA, and the facility is powered by over 4,000 solar panels. It's good for you and for the planet. Take a break. Come back in a second with some bizarre file stories for you. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Chester Bennington. The Glorious Sons. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Are there any um, Daily Rush videos that I need to mention? Yeah. There's a couple of them here. I know yeah. that we have the... Uh, the Preston and Steve show react to the new Rambo trailer. <laughs> oh. It says, nothing is over. Rambo's back, and he's sending an evite to all gang members and Shriners for revenge. <laughs> is that, uh, that's not Bill Weston, right? Rambo meets Bill Weston. That's another Daily Rush video, nope. right? Yep. Okay. This is when we, the brand new Rambo trailer that we just broke right, down. Right, right. Um, there's another one uh, that says, uh, Negan Raccoon. <laughs> oh, my God. It's there's, short. There's zombie raccoons on the loose. You can you can breathe. You can blink. You can cry. Hell, you're all going to be doing that, it says here. So uh, that, and I think the um, uh, the contest that we did with my dad is up on there as well. Ah. See that. And it's all brought to you by Punchline Philadelphia. So good to go. All right, we need to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. <laughs> 
Brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. A woman got stuck inside of a children's toy car and had to be cut out with a bread knife. Oh, there's a video of this, right? Yep. hilarious. year old Zoe Archibald <laughs> from Scotland, by the way, was at a family function when she climbed into her one-year-old cousin's red and yellow little tykes car as a joke, and then she couldn't get out of the car. Archibald was stuck in the car for about an hour before her father, <laughs> Kevin, used a bread knife to get her out of the car. And she's panicking. Her nephew, Matthew, who taped the ordeal, said there was uh, no way that she could get herself out. She was in there for an hour. We had to cut the back off of the car to get her out. No matter what we did, she was not able to get out. Everyone found it funny, even Zoe, he added. Uh, she was a bit panicked, but mainly found it funny. And it was just a joke. Her dad had to cut her out, and the only thing we could find was a bread knife. And it took 15 minutes to cut through the plastic <laughs> wow. to get her out of there. Uh, the two guys who used a hammer to try and smash their way into the Daytona spy shop would not rate highly on a list of criminal masterminds. Don't you think a spy shop would be well covered with surveillance equipment? That's exactly what they said. A camera was pointed right at the two men at about 1 a.m. Sunday as one of them swung a hammer against a window 56 times. <laughs> it shattered, but the special glass it was made of held together. So they kept hitting it and hitting it over and over and over 56 times. Why not try to rob a safe shop? The shop's security video shows the two men wearing hoodies and masks trying to bust their way in. One of them wielded the hammer, slamming it repeatedly against the window. He smashed at it from the side. He smashed at it overhand. Uh, Then the would-be burglars appeared to walk away only to return for another try. Uh, The one with the hammer hit the window a few more times before giving up for good. Uh, The window, made of polymer and glass, is designed to resist hurricanes and, as the video shows, hammer attacks as well. A massive search. Did you guys see this story is underway in Northern California for a longtime automotive rider? Yes. Mysteriously disappeared while police, uh, I'm sorry, while on a motorcycle trip near the Sierra Mountains. He was actually trying out a motorcycle for the magazine. Uh, They recovered nearly all of his belongings, including his motorcycle, but they have no idea where he is. Uh, Johnson's girlfriend says that he had been on the road test driving it for an assignment when he went missing on Wednesday last week. Yeah. I believe now a team of 45 people, six dogs, two boats, and a helicopter. Even more by the time this story was written. That's what the search party was. Uh, Jocelyn Trop says her boyfriend is known for being adventurous, but is completely out of character for him to disappear for this Long, they found the motorcycle, his helmet and gloves and everything folded up and neatly set aside, and he's missing. So, and again, from that, you would think he had done that and and perhaps gone to do something or, you know, who knows? Yeah. I just hope that he is living with a family of Sasquatches. Yeah. The next day, his clothing, cell phone, and laptop were found by a river about 50 feet away. His wallet is still missing, and uh, they are still looking for that guy. I just thought that was very scary. Yeah. A man was arrested in early morning hours Saturday after Austin police say he struck two police horses and two mounted officers after an officer told him to stop peeing in public. Luis Flores was arrested and charged with interference of police service animal, a Class A misdemeanor. An officer responded on foot uh, to an officer urgently requesting backup. When he arrived on the scene, he found five APD mounted officers on their horses, two of them detaining Flores by holding him in, holding his arms. And uh, according to one of the mounted officers while riding, he observed Flores peeing in public and told him to stop. He didn't and instead began cursing the officers, saying in the affidavit that the officer moved, or I'm sorry, then the officer had moved 
closer to tell him again to stop. Flores finished, and when mounted officers arrived, he punched the officer's horse in the head with his hand. If you punch a police horse, isn't that equivalent to, uh, don't they say it's like punching a police, it's like punching a police officer. Yeah, it happened right after Villanova, right? This is a misdemeanor, by the way. Okay. uh, But anyhow... to try and punch a horse in the head? Okay, so there's a great story. There, there used to be, I forget who who the cowboy star was, who supposedly there was a horse acting up, and he punched it, knocked it out. They parodied it in uh, Blazing Saddles. Well, the actor David Jansen, who was in the original Fugitive series, he got drunk one time, and he was on a movie set. He got off the horse, went around, balled up his fist, punched it, and broke every bone in his hand. There, the horse didn't even flinch. Of course. It's it's a skull like the size of a of a of a car. And it's an eighteen hundred pound animal. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's gonna he's gonna beat you every time. All right, and then we'll do one more story and we will wrap it up. There's a zombie snake that was found in North Carolina called the Eastern Hognose Snake. And it's famous for being able to flip over on its back and play dead. Like a possum. Yeah. Oh, wow. According to the North Carolina State Parks and Recreation, when threatened, the non-venomous snake will feign death by opening its mouth, rolling over on its back, and writhing around. That's a great novelty snake. If it gets turned back on its belly, the snake will immediately roll over and play dead again. Uh, The species will also spread its neck like a cobra and hiss, which has earned them the nickname of uh, Puff Adder, and spreading adder. While the snakes rarely bite, they repeatedly strike if under threat. And according to the Savannah River Ecology Laboratory of the University of Georgia, the hog nose, which can grow up to about four feet in length, is found in the eastern part of the U.S. from Florida up to New England. So that means we have them here. They're around here somewhere, the puff uh, adders. But I didn't know that. Maybe that's could, what our bear was eating while I, I was on the loose. I didn't know they could play dead like that. No. That was kind of interesting and worthy of being included into the bizarre file. How about some movie screening passes to teach? To see Toy Story 4. We have a screening of this, and it is going to be on Monday at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. Now, that means you need to be there by 6.30, so keep that in mind. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's take uh, seven callers. Yeah. We will put you on our list for that movie. So that is coming up on Monday, 7 p.m. UA King of Prussia, and hits theaters nationwide On June 20th. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the trash music news, uh, lesson question, all that stuff on the way. So stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Don't miss the First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd through 28th. See the best in stand-up comedy along with some of your favorite podcasts, like readings, Q&As, and more at the Met Philadelphia, The Fillmore, TLA, and Punchline. Like Bert Kreischer. We went ziplining, and we get there, and I start looking at other families, like, sizing us up, going, those parents look like they do CrossFit. Then I look at me and my wife, I'm like, oh, we look like crossing guards. Also, how did this get made with Jason Manzukas and Paul Shearer, the Try Guys, Gil Tony, Daniel Schloss, Che Guerrera, and more. Tickets and info for all shows at FactPhilly.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. This just in. What? Let's rock. Let's rock. The name of the album is coming out on the 28th. It's cool. So we'll finally get all the songs we've been waiting for. We had High Low and that song. Uh, and they're such a great band. Uh, right? Cool little ditties. Little songs that just get stuck in your head. I love ditties. The ditties are great, man. Uh, so thank you, Black Keys. That's awesome. We're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a $100 hand and stone gift card. So let's see. What do we want to go with this time? Uh, Let's see. I used to use the Victoria's Secret catalog for pleasure. 
Which catalog did Steve prefer? Yeah. 215263. WMMR is the number. So I used to use the Victoria's Secret catalog for self-pleasure. Which catalog did Steve prefer? 215263-WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by God Shoals. Cook out and eat lighter with God Shoals. Real meat, real wood, smoked turkey bacon. 80% less fat than pork bacon and all the rich, smoky flavor. Discover hundreds of recipes. At GodShawls.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Cuba Gooding Jr. seen definitely grabbing the thigh and breast of a woman accusing him of groping her. However, Gooding's lawyers say the woman was inviting the behavior. Said Gooding's lead lawyer, quote, Do you honestly think my drunken client wanted to touch those enormous breasts? <laughs> oh, my God. Actor Kristen Narn, Christian Narn, famous for playing Bran Stark's sidekick Hoder, hope I'm getting the names right, Hoder, in, right in Game of Thrones, will be guest DJing Preston at Larry Flint's Hustler Club in Vegas this weekend. What? The truth, yes. In addition, Peter Dinklage has been hired to walk around wearing a nacho sombrero. Oh. But yeah, he's going to be he's going to be dead guest DJing funny. at the Hustler Club. Wow! And finally, Wendy Williams claiming the work atmosphere has gotten much better on the set of the Wendy Williams Show now that her ex husband Kevin Hunter was fired. Williams says everyone now gets a full one minute water break and whippings have been reduced to lashings. No. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. Uh, right to the phones we go to see if we can find an answer to the question. Uh, me, Preston, used uh, used to use the Victoria's Secret catalog for pleasure. What did Steve use? 215-263-WMMR, the number. And I'm going to go to Jason and see if we can find the answer. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, so what catalog did Steve used to use? Uh, what is Eddie Bauer? What, <laughs> what is, is Eddie, Eddie Bauer? Bauer? Yes. <laughs> Jeopardy fashion. Thank you, Jason. Since you got it right, we're going to give you a $100 Hannah Stone gift card all this week. Metro by T-Mobile is giving you the opportunity to win Casey's Favorite Things. Hurry now to your nearest Metro store and take advantage of the best deal in wireless only at Metro by T-Mobile. You can see the store for details and terms and conditions. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Uh, this morning is brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's introduces their most magical flavor ever, the new unicorn Italian ice only at Rita's. Unicorns, they're real and delicious. Get it now before it disappears. This is interesting. I mentioned uh, Five Finger Death Punch from time to time on the music news. And uh, interesting take from Zoltan uh, Bat- uh, Bathory. Uh, he's admitted... In the band's latest video update from the recording studio that he's never liked the name of the group. He doesn't like Five Finger Death Punch? Yeah, he said uh, the name of the band has to have some kind of effect. It doesn't have to be positive. It doesn't have to be like, that's the greatest name in the world. It can be, oh my God, that's the dumbest effing S I've ever heard. Equally good because it got a reaction. He said, I mean, I don't think you can beat Five Finger Death Punch. That is probably the worst effing name. In (laughs) fact... We almost changed it, but then Ivan, he's the lead singer, yeah. came in and said, dude, that's the best name ever. They're going to effing hate it. Keep it. It's ridiculous. So that's why they went with it, and that's why they stuck with it. I, I have a greater appreciation for Five Figure Death Punch now. I agree. Yeah. They're currently recording their eighth album with their regular producer, Kevin Churko. <laughs> 
Volbeat has released the official music video for its new song called Last Day Under the Sun, which is taken from the band's upcoming seventh studio effort, Rewind, Replay, Rebound. Uh, Volbeat frontman Michael Polson has revealed that the lyrics for the song were inspired by a book about Johnny Cash, saying, when I read his book, uh, he went through tough times with alcohol and drugs. He walked into a cave to lay down to die. But he wakes up and feels that he's been given a second chance. I don't uh, like this cave. <laughs> Rewind, replay, rebound is due out on August uh, 2nd. This cave is taken. <laughs> Sorry, Bear. One last story. Uh, Ghost reman- or, remastered. Ghost Mastermind, <laughs> Tobias Ford. You could have said remastered and we would have bought it. Was asked in a new interview how he felt about the band's fourth album prequel exactly one year after it was released in June. Uh, Ford said, I don't think that much of the record. Uh, to use a very business-oriented term, I think more of the entire album cycle and where that record has gotten us as a band and what we're doing tour-wise. From that aspect, it's been phenomenal, really good. I'm a savvy businessman. Yeah, and uh, he admitted also that he's a control freak. I'm a control freak. And a perfectionist. And a perfectionist, too. In the (laughs) studio, he said, uh, I really, really want to feel like I've done everything in my power to create as good a product as possible. That's why I walk from a production telling myself that I want to do certain things differently next time around. So I want has, to make things that scare you. He has uh, different ideas about the next album. I the guy knows. What, I mean, you know, he's very thoughtful. Yeah. Yep. And that is all that I have in music news. It for was you damn day. good. Yeah. Thanks, man. Short much. to the point. Like a five-finger death punch. There you go. Exactly. Um, I'm giving away the last of the God Shoals turkey bacon that I have. I have uh, two... Six full-size packages of Godshall's turkey bacon. We'll just take the first two callers. How about that? 215-263-WMMR is the number call right now, and we can set you up. Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon, made in facilities, powered by 4,000 solar panels, and you can find Godshall's Bacon at Walmart, Sam's Club, Acme, Redner's, and ShopRite. Or you can ask for Godshall's at your local grocer. Where is it? We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Going to give away a Word of the Week prize when we get back. Hey, gang, we need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher on August 8th or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. Uh, it's 23 minutes after 10 o'clock. On a Friday morning in the Preston Steve Radio program. Fun show today. Very enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. Yep. I, I, though, I, you know, you talk about fumes, Preston. It's been a, a busy week, but uh, wow. It has been uh, it has been fun. I know. I'm exhausted. I'm actually concerned about driving home today. I'm going to have to uh, roll the windows down, stick my head out the window. You driving to St. Louis? No, I'm driving just uh, to Harlem. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, but even that 40-minute drive is going to be... 
I'm, I'm tired. I dude. thought, why would you really? drive? I just realized that it'd be stupid to do that. I yeah. had a hard time getting to bed last night, so you know, I stayed up late to watch uh, the Stanley Cup on uh, Wednesday night, and then last night, you know, I'd ordered my my tickets because I'm going there for the parade uh, today, and I just I couldn't get to sleep. I was thinking about. Yeah, you know, it, it was exciting. So I was yeah. about it, and I, and I couldn't get to sleep. And now I'm dead ass tired. You booked the flight, yep. the season finale of Real Housewives. Oh Jesus! So <laughs> you were just uh, wired. I know. Oh I know. my God! Press, actually, I think the Stanley Cup is actually going to be uh, here in Philadelphia at some point soon. Yeah, I'm getting the word. That should be cool. Yeah. Uh, so Barubi will have it, I guess. I, I don't. I'm not really sure, but I think it will probably make an appearance at that Jack's place. Aha! Uh-huh. I think that's uh, that's very. It's very cool that they're going to be at the parade. Dude, they have a float yeah. in the parade. How incredible is that? Uh, and yeah. I, I wonder how you know. It seems that the the city's embracing its its Philadelphia connection as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you're you're basically going to be like a god. All I ask is that St. Louis roots for us when it comes time for that to happen. You know, if we go uh, up yeah. against like the Yankees or something like that, I, I want. Uh, I want St. Louis's support. It'll happen. Okay. Yeah. Then we can use Nelly's song, uh, It's Getting Hot in Here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah, he's from St. Louis, right? Fired right. up. Yep. The St. Yep. Lunatics. Yeah, that's correct. So, anyhow, uh, I want to thank Chris Porter for being on the show today. Yeah. Chris. There we go, man. Go, Phils. Chris is hilarious, and he'll be performing at uh, Punchline. Tonight and tomorrow, there are two shows each night, 7.30 and 9.45. You can go to punchlinephilly.com and get your tickets. And thank you to Godshall's Turkey Bacon for feeding uh, everybody here yeah. in the studio this morning. Absolutely. Thank you. Delicious. Godshall's. You can go to godshalls.com, by the way. And that's all the thank yous, so that means we need to do the letter of the day. We're ready to go? Where he at? Yeah, I can do it if he can't. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter D, as in Dave Matthews Band. Caller 5, you get to tell us what the word is. 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 5, we are going to find out if you know the word of the week, and uh, then we will award that particular prize to, which should be pretty cool. So we're getting set for the Presidency Blood Drive uh, tomorrow at the Expo Center at Oaks. Taking signups for the next hour and a half, I believe, through the Red Cross, and then that's it. Yes. Uh, no walk-ups, apparently. Although, I think last year, didn't they? They did. Now, the issue is you can't bring your blood in a bag. Oh. You've got to come there and let them extract it. Oh. But maybe it, it's later in the day that they, that they allow them? I think that them? they really want you to have an, an appointment. appointment. If there might be an open slot, if you happen to arrive in an hour where they can fit you in, I think they're not going to turn you away. But okay. they really want people to um, schedule appointments. And we'll be in Hall C, by the way, because that place is just For huge. Preston and yeah. Steve. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, actually, that it is it is it is massive. <laughs> it made me think of my uh, my friend Danny Whoop Danny, who I've talked about on the yeah. There was this video from our senior year in high school, and uh, um, Danny was joking about the, the camera was on him. He's like, "I give you a standing O," and the guy behind the camera goes, "What does the O stand for?" And he goes, "Honesty." <laughs> <laughs> and he was serious. He was serious. <laughs> Honesty. Uh, All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, there's an O in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. We're looking for caller number five. And I have Lisa. Hi, Lisa. 
Good morning, and congratulations on your hometown win. Uh, oh. I appreciate that, Lisa. That's very nice of you. Now, I can turn around and give you some congratulations if you can give me the word of the week, please. Bleed. Yes! yes. Good citizen! Absolutely. Coo-coo-ka-choo-ka-ka-cheeky. All right, Lisa... Since you got it right, we're going to give you an Omni Air-powered hockey table from Royal Billiard and Recreation. Zappa, zappa cool, man. Congratulations to you. All right, thank you. You bet. Hang on the line. We'll get your I got to go. And we will set you up with all this Royal Billiard and Recreation. Has everything you need for this Father's Day. Darts, air hockey, foosball, skee-ball, or golden tee golf. Or you can go big with that hot tub that he's always wanted. All right, Royal Billiard and Recreation, your ultimate game room store. Visit royalbilliard.com. I'm going over there. Oh, it's a great I made place. a decision. Yeah, yeah. they've got I called all, an audible. They got all the toys you need, man. Yeah. They're actually right down the street from Sequoia. Is that right? Yes, they are. I know they're in the general area, but uh, so yep. how far would you say? A tenth of a mile, an eighth of a mile? Uh, maybe a half mile at 8. most. 5, okay. 8.5? Okay. 8.5 miles. No. Do you know uh, which mile marker it's on? <laughs> I don't know. It's on 309. Okay. Get off my back. <laughs> From uh, the air, what does it look like? I am going to... It, it's actually... It looks like uh, mouse ears. It's mouse very ears. weird, it's yeah, amazing. that they went with that. All right, so we're going to do our thank yous, and I want to thank uh, Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by A.D. Moyer, celebrating 80 years of supplying quality building materials and service. And by Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve show. Next week on our program, I have a lot of names on this list. We're going to have, uh, oh, Chris Terrian's coming by. Oh. Speaking, speaking of hockey. Just got off the phone with him. He is super excited to come in, and he has a really cool announcement, and uh, he he's he loves you guys. So I'm, I'm really glad that he'll be able to come in studio. That dude is tall, Yes, man. he is. He's, he's a 9'3". Super nice guy. <laughs> but he said that he might be able to come out to the, uh, to the belly flop contest later this year. So, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, we have Murr from Impractical Jokers joining us. Murr is awesome. Uh, Rob Riggle, one of our favorites, too. Rob Riggle has a uh, primetime show that revolves around miniature golf. Really? But it looks really That's cool. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, comedian Corey Holcomb will be in our studio, and comedian uh, Becky Robinson will be stopping by as well. As we leave, how many of these am I giving away, Kate? All Case? of them. All right, I have for the next three callers tickets for the Celtic Fling. And the Highland Games as well. June 21st to the 23rd on the grounds of the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Enjoy nonstop Celtic music, delicious food, and craft beverages. Uh, PARenfair.com for advanced tickets and information. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Enjoy your Batman bed. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. My cheap-ass neighbor has a big backyard and then two daughters and a big fancy truck and they come over and play in my backyard. Buy your kids a swing set. You have the room and the money. Next message. It's the last week of school. It's the last week of school. Can you tell I'm a teacher? It's the last week of school. Go home to your parents. Go home to your parents. See you in September. It's the last week of school. Woo! Next message. Hey, to the guy who sold me on the turf, I try it on hat. F*** you, buddy. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. I'm Dina Marie, the host of the Twisted Philly podcast. 
If you enjoy history or ghost stories, true crime tales, legends, or even travel, Twisted Philly has all of it. I'll bring you some of my favorite stories about Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. There's a lot more to us than the Liberty Bell, and some of it is pretty twisted. You can find Twisted Philly at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.